Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast. Founder of Uncut Media Group, a hip-hop blogger with over 10 years experience, editor-in-chief of UncutMagazine.net, he's Wade Blogs. Pokemon Go expert, comic book fan, and an overall wildcard, she's Ari. Founder, artist, and CEO of A-Game Records, he's G-Li. And now, here's your host, Wade Bloggs. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast, episode 34. Yep, 34. Okay, I'm your host, Wade Blogs, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. Z. Wait for it. Wade Blogs. <laughs> Joining me, um, my I uh, hope my co-host here. Well, first of all, before I do you, because I know we got to pause. Hey, 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 pause. hey. hey. Uh, Ari's not here <laughs> Normally this part Where I introduce Ari She's not here today She wasn't feeling well So Ari get better See you, see you next week Take care of yourself um, But G-Li is still in the building Yeah And special guest today um, I feel like I need to give you Like a whole lengthy introduction Like one of those Sway inter- introductions Yeah Whatever you want to do bro <laughs> However you want to do this One of them um, He's already I mean you've already heard His, his voice Uh Leading the culture for Virginia, I like that. Leading the culture for Virginia, for the mm. hip hop culture for Virginia for the last, sheesh, what? I've known you for like thirteen, so thirteen years. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly I was about right. to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when exactly. I got out here in two thousand, mm-hmm. I think around about two thousand one, two thousand two, mm-hmm. yeah, is yeah. is when I found out about him. Yeah, so um, Damn, I was an intern then, bro. I know, <laughs> I know. That's the crazy part. Yeah, I mean, it was a um, it was an event that you did in Virginia Beach, and mm-hmm. um, I forgot the name of the hotel. It was like in the the lobby of the hotel or like the ballroom area of the hotel, and I came to that. That was like mm. years ago. It was like down um Atlantic Boulevard, like in the cut. Mm. Mm. Okay. I don't even remember that. <laughs> well, I but remember. It's, been, it's been so many. No, nah, yeah, I know. Many, like, I remember not what. I see. I met you at the at the rail video. Well, I knew you before the rail oh, video. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I met you at the mm-hmm. rail video shoot at that club in the beach. Is that club even still there? Yeah, Mystique. I yeah, it was so. Mystique. I don't think it's there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I met you there. Mm-hmm. Um. So without further ado, I feel like what does it do? What does that mean? <laughs> anyway, without further ado, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> They make us say that Without further ado Ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen Batman is in the building What up What up What up What's uh, good So As we always do With this podcast We start off With our Previous week mm-hmm. So uh, Since the last episode G mm-hmm. How was your week uh, Week was pretty good um, And I had at the, at the new gig They've been Stressing us Left and right Cause it's like Every day we come in It's some Brand new that we have to adjust to which is at most jobs but it's kind of like with the 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 new branches and and stores about to open mm. so half of the training center is gone to open up the store so they kind of like 
came unglued a little bit. Mm-hmm. So like we was sitting in the training class for probably about 10, 15 minutes mm-hmm. with no teacher. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we all adults. So we decided mm-hmm. to go ahead and, you know, get on the board, play some games to help us study and stuff like that. So for the most part, everything been good for the week. Um, last weigh in, I'm, I'm down like 10, 12 pounds. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Everything, everything 10, is going in a, in, yeah, 10, 12 pounds. Yeah, I need to get back in that gym myself, bro. <laughs> oh, I ain't even, I ain't even in the gym at the moment. It's just the changing the just diet. Yeah, changing the diet and taking better care of myself. The weight dropped off by itself. So when I get mm-hmm. in the gym, it's going to be crazy. That's insane. Because I, I never had to, I never had to work out like before, like, you know, to keep weight off. Mm. I've always been like super slim. So even right now, I, I'm like 174. Hmm. This is the most I ever weighed in my whole life. That's crazy. Last. I'm six two. I'm like this is the most I ever weighed in my whole life. And I was in the military twice, everything. That's and e- crazy. even then I, I put on like fifteen, twenty pounds. And then I started running around doing this uh-huh. and it all Yeah, cause you con- you constantly active, your metabolism is Which moving. Is, but isn't that crazy to you like yeah, yeah. You think I'm you more think? active now mm-hmm. than when I was in the military. Yeah, that's like, why I was in the Marines and the Navy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Which people may not know, but Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, let's let's hey, get in, let's get into that. So for the people that don't know bats, mm-hmm. and who in the seven five seven, even though everyone hears this on iTunes, who mm-hmm. in the seven five seven doesn't know bats if you're with hip hop? No, no, I don't. I, I, I never assume that everybody knows me. So it's, it's a new crop of kids out here. Yeah, graduated. Yeah, I can yeah. I can understand that, but no, I personally haven't run into anybody that doesn't know you yeah, or everybody. at least know of you. It's, it's just That's like. Cool. How the cool podcast, how we, I was about to introduce you to Jay, and I was like, oh no, y'all know each other. Yeah. Like, that's usually how <laughs> I it works. I literally just like, did yeah. an event in here like yeah, two I, weeks ago. So yeah, yeah, the, yeah um, listen, me and Jay go back. Yeah, yeah go the back. listener joined. I was like, yeah, y'all know each other. So mm-hmm. for, the, for the listeners of the Uncut Nation that don't know who you are, mm-hmm. just give them a brief synopsis on Batman, <clears throat> Dark Knight, all that good stuff. So, Batman, VA promoter, government name, um, Charles Anthony Brown II. Um, I'm a military, military kid. Um, that's one of my clients right there, actually, <laughs> that we did a listening session for. Military oh, yeah, kid. Yeah. Um, you know, my parents, uh, you know, they met in the Philippines. My mom did 20 in the Navy. My dad did 20 in the Marines. They met in the Philippines. You know, they got married. They had me, had my sister in Cali, moved to uh, New Orleans, moved to Tennessee. Then we moved to Virginia when I was like six. And um, yeah, man, I've been here. So um, 2000, yeah, about 2001, I think. Um, I, you know, I became an intern for Def Jam by, uh, getting my best friend, uh, Rashawn Jones, shout out to him, to get me a job at Legends, the retail store. I remember, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was my mindset, and I don't even know, um, how I was thinking like that, but, um, I was like, yo, I want to intern, I want to be in the music business, I don't know how to do it. Well, these guys, they put CDs and flyers in the stores, if I can just be here, if I can be here at Legends and just wait for them to put flies i can ask them then how do i get down yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and so i got that job specifically for that and maybe about four months later you know uh this guy named jig shout out to jig um he was putting out some promo it might have been joe button i can't remember exactly who he was putting out promo and i just ran up on him like yo bro like whatever i got to do i'm hungry i just want to get in the game i don't know what i need to do he was like okay cool meet me at hemp university at 7 a.m and if you on time i'm gonna put you down next morning i was there like 6 45 or something and he put some Joe Button stuff in my hand, and it might have been like some Young Gun stuff, and I was moving from there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. But uh, long story short, so intern for uh, Def Jam, um, did that for a few years. Um, you know, created Dark Knight Ent, which is like my answer to, um, just kind of taking control of my own destiny. 
Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't really I didn't really feel the fact that going back that when I finished my Def Jam internship, I went up to New York to see my boss, um, my old boss, Keith Barham, who had got promoted and was up in New York. I went up there to see him, you know, just to catch up, like, yo, do do you have any positions up here? It was like, nah, bro, I don't we don't have anything right now. Right. And to me that was the conclusion of my internship because I'm like, if I already shot my shot. Yeah. And they don't have nothing for me to elevate. Like, where do I go from here? I'm already not getting paid. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I was mad for like three days, four days. And I was like, nah, I don't want the game that had gotten that much out of me and me not get what I came here for. Right. So I created I created Dark Knight ENT off of that. Like, you know, just to kind of keep myself relevant, create opportunities for myself. And then slowly but surely other people started gravitating toward towards it. And then, um, you know, that became, you know, my team, Dark Knight ENT. And, um, you know, we started moving around, shaking shit up. You know what I'm saying? Can I curse on here? Is that yeah, cool? yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I ain't yeah. really a big cursor, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we yeah, uncut. Go. We uncut. Shaking shit up in the city, you know, doing doing street promotion for a lot of local artists. And then, you know, traveling. And then that's how I met 2 Chains, And, you know, early on did some stuff with Wiz Khalifa um, from the Deal or No Deal mixtape. That's how far back I go with his camp. Yeah, yeah that's wild. So, bro. shout out to Will. for all his, Will, who was his assistant and now is the president of Telegang. So, like... The people that, you know, we were talking off the mic before about being afraid to cross the water or being afraid to go and take trips and network properly and all of that. Me meeting these certain people early on, the Travis Porters and the street execs and 2 Chains going to Duffel Boy Studios in Atlanta, linking up with Will that early on in Wiz's career is the reason why we have so many really, really good relationships. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a kid from Hampton. So everything that we've been able to create, you know, I, I chalked that up as like a real victory. You know what I'm saying? A kid from Hampton, Virginia was able to figure you know figure this thing out and i'm not even where i want to be but you know i like to think that i've i've done my best to to keep my name clean yeah. and put my city on and represent virginia the best way i can through dark knight through my position at def jam which is you know the marketing promotions rep for um virginia and then now in my newest role as um the leadership coordinator for the hip-hop caucus which is a non-profit social justice organization so so let's talk about that a little bit i know we um if you follow any of us on um social media mm-hmm. We've seen you've seen the posts, the hashtag. Um, I think Jay saw posted some stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, so yeah. for the people that don't know about the Hip Hop Caucus, mm-hmm. briefly explain to them what's going on with that. So, like I said, Hip Hop Caucus is a nonprofit social justice organization. Um, it was actually created. Um, you know, you guys know um, Diddy had a had a foundation. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, nonprofit. Um, and the, his big campaign was um, Voter Die. Mm-hmm. Jay Z had a foundation, and then um, Russell Simmons. Had um I think Citizen Change, and um those three came together, along with um my leader um Reverend Yearwood who's a, a political um consultant, um and director for those guys and their organizations. They came together and decided instead of having these different organizations, let's just form one, and kind of move forward from there since we are our visions are all aligned. So Hip Hop Caucus was created from that, and basically um you know I like to just tell people we like to be on the right side of history. So like, obviously we're against um police brutality. Um, equality for women, women's pay, um, equality for LGBTQ. Um, you know, we defend against climate change and how it affects the urban community. Right. Um, economic empowerment for minority business owners and women business owners. Um, diversifying from fossil fuels. Um, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So you know, it's it's uh, it's it's probably the most important thing I've done. Um, it's the thing that I'm most proud of now, even though I'm kind of at still at the beginning stages of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we were able to, and I don't know if you guys saw this in the news like a few months ago, 
we we were really integral in um, putting together that campaign for the disparity study in Virginia Beach. Yes. There was a march and you know out there, so we were integral. Like we sat with Bruce Smith and my guy up in Richmond, Landon Schroeder and and uh, Charlie Rasputin, who was uh, the 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 curator and creative director at Work Release, mm. and all of these influential people from around the city, political activists and organizations and all of that, indivisible and all of these um, people and organizations, and we put together that campaign with that message. Like we didn't understand why you know, the the percentage of minority-owned businesses in Virginia Beach was so low. Mm. And when these contracts come out and they're divvying up and allocating out this money, why, you know, we weren't getting a fair shake. So it was right. like, you know, it was important to us that, you know, we, we, we stood for something. And so, you know, with the, the uh, it was a, a big conglomerate of churches and um, shout out to my guy, Gary McCullum. Um, and like I said, all of those guys came together with one purpose um, and we were united and we went out there and we marched and you know, it's, everything's looking like it's turning in the right direction. We still got to be vigilant. Right. But, you know, that's just one of the things. I mean, it, I think the thing that people most know the Hip Hop Caucus for is Respect My Vote campaign. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, you know, Charlamagne the God was the spokesperson. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kiki Palmer, 2 Chains has done it. T.I.'s done it. And so, really, you know, the Hip Hop Caucus is really big on aligning ourselves with not only organizations and businesses, but especially um, celebrities. Um, and using them, using, you know, celebrities and their influence to kind of get whatever the message is out. Right. Um, celebrities and influencers. So, you know, we, we did a, a Respect the DJ event a couple of weeks ago. Um, and that was powered by the Hip Hop Caucus and Respect My Vote campaign. And, you know, um, we're about to do, we're about to gear up to do another Respect My Vote, okay. uh, you know, yeah. campaign right now. So, you know, shout out to everybody who came to Respect the DJ event, um, you know, and, you know, really shout out to like people like Knots and No Malice, you know, people that came out. You know, for that, you know, so we're gearing up. You know, we need all celebrities. We need all the influencers from not only 757, but 804. And um, like I said, it's an important year. It's an election year. Yeah. So, yeah, you yeah, know, definitely. as I'm going to all these political meetings, you know, all I'm really seeing is most of the time I'm the youngest person in the room. And so they're looking at me like, you know, we need to get the word out about people being at this meeting or this or that or whatever. And I'm like, the more I sit in this position, I can see that we're about to shake some shit up on this side too. And That's I'm true. super fortunate cuz it could have they could have picked anybody but they picked me for this right. position and I feel like you know I'm I'm influential enough um you know to kind of tap the DJs and the celebrities and the tastemakers and you know what I'm saying and really um you know get get some things shaking man like I said I'm really about change at this point and not you know uh this regular degular shit. Right. I just want to make change and you know, if I'm going to stunt and do that, which I don't really stunt, but if I'm going to stunt and do whatever, I'd rather stunt in this lane as far as, you know, look what we are able to do. Um, how can we do more? I'm really about, like, let's be of service. So Let's move the culture forward. Let's move it forward. So, you know, if, if you can see how I'm kind of lining my life up, you know, I had the position with Def Jam, um, you know, Dark Knight ENT right. with that client roster. We moving on all cylinders, doing events. You know, developing artists and getting their their music and their brains out here. And now, you know, with the hip hop caucus stuff, I'm in the political space as well as the nonprofit social justice space. So I'm I'm moving around in a lot of right, lanes right, at the same right. time in a real way. So you know, yeah, it's trying to move. Up. Man. That's it's what's up. To elevate, trying to grow. So like like I was saying, I, I've I've known you. I think like I said, it was a real video. Well, I knew you before mm-hmm. then because we've exchanged like we've had conversations, email exchanges. You know, being a blogger and all that stuff. You you have relationships with people. Absolutely. And I think that's one thing that artists here we had a conversation earlier mm-hmm. about building relationships especially in this profession absolutely relationships is, the, is a major key. thing yeah key. major key major <laughs> key <laughs> major so mm-hmm. if you're out there listening you're an artist 
work on your your building your relationships because you never know just like that was just saying people he worked out started working with in the beginning now have labor positions Mm -hmm. and they remember those relationships absolutely so definitely remember to build your relationships remember to be good to people yeah reciprocate energy man yeah energy is major too many many people out here taking advantage of people oh yeah i i I ain't really with that yeah it's you know it happens there but it's happened to me before like you know i've Again, you know, I listed a lot of names, but you know, just as often as you know, I was help, I was able to help somebody, you know, get their dreams out. Sometimes when you turn around and it's time for you, yeah, you know, the phone calls slow up. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm saying? And what? You're like, I mean, what, what was we doing this for? I thought we was doing this so we could be good. Yeah, yeah. And then I've come to find out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, I, I move with a humble spirit and a good heart, and I don't really wait for nobody. So I'm good. Trust yeah, me, I'm yeah. good. I mean, I think we, I think anyone in this industry, especially locally, mm-hmm. have had those stories where we were doing something and then it weren't we anymore. Right. Oh yeah. Now, yeah, I can, yeah. I can tell you stories on on the, on the local level and then on the national and level. That, and that, and that's dealt with. So I was much. About to say, mine was as recent as this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> that's that's so much why I'm about you know controlling my narrative, controlling my own destiny. You know what I'm saying, and not leaving it up to other people to make a way for me. You know what I'm saying? That's a good way to put that. If at yeah. the end of the day I end up losing or I have to bow out because everything didn't pan out the way I wanted, I, I'm gonna have to live with that. You know what I'm saying? I will live with it. But you know, I'd rather bet on myself than, like I said, wait for somebody to the quote unquote put me on. Right. Yeah. And I but I also leave room for the for the thing, especially in the position that I am that I'm in, that other people need somebody to help facilitate it, which is actually my job to help facilitate and connect the dots for people who again don't have that sometimes you just don't have that innate ability you know what i'm saying as yeah, an artist you yeah. may be super talented in the studio and then walk outside and not know how to carry the conversation the right way with somebody who can actually help you you know what i'm saying and or n- you may not know how to really respond back to text messages or emails the right way or really put again put the dots together so your thing can be bigger than what it is yeah. so i do a lot of that too man so that's definitely a, um an issue i've noticed with local artists they don't have to connect the dots mm-hmm. like you have a hot song but you don't do anything with it yeah, yeah they don't know how to service the record yeah, yeah. none of that yeah. i mean that that even that statement that you just said like that doesn't get said enough that's how i know what's happening and what's not servicing the record is like an essential part yeah you know what i'm saying and um you know it's it's i mean it's so much you know it's it's so much that we could talk about on that but you know like i said i'm just really big on you know brand development and making it feel like something like you know certain artists when they came they felt like something like when the diplomats came we was all the way in virginia we felt that right like the energy kind of shifted when g-unit came out like it shifted like you felt it it was a lot of content out it was a lot of good you know mixtapes but they had dvds they had the clothing line they had you know a whole all these radio and tv appearances freestyles this that and a third like there was so much energy around it that has to be created you don't just bump into that that somebody sat down and we're gonna come up with a plan yeah yeah and a lot of times that's what I'm, you know, me and my company do. We we sit down, we help artists come up with a plan of how to make the thing feel like something through consistency, through um, strategic, you know, uh, partnerships or strategic um, marketing ideas that we come up with and really create a campaign. And that's why I tell artists like, you know, it's really, um, you know, you trying to be a successful artist is is you running for president. It's the same thing. That's a good way that's, to put it. Yeah, that's a great the way to put exact it. same thing. I think Pac has said that once. Like it's. 
the people that buy my album are people that rush the polls and vote for who, vote for who they want in Same office. Thing. Right. It's, it's very, yeah. You that's got you, you know your 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 manager or you know the person that would you know put your stuff together would be your campaign manager. Yeah. And your team would be your campaign staff. Yeah. And you out here you know saying your speeches you performing live. And you out here shaking hands, aka networking, is you garnering support for, you know what I'm saying, your your bid. Yeah. And but you yeah. gotta you gotta really wanna do all of it. You can't be like, I don't wanna do the work or this or that or you gotta do it and like have like love it. You gotta love the work part too. Exactly. Not just the putting the shades on and stunting part. You gotta yeah. love the work part. Because if process. you do love it, it's gonna come. Yeah. Trust the process. Yeah, I love that, the process. That's I trust the, the process. That's the thing that I've come across with a lot of artists. Like they just enjoy being in the studio recording or performing. Mm-hmm. But everything else that goes along with it, mm-hmm. either they don't know how to do it, don't want to do it, or don't care to do it. Well, it's and it's sad because it's is Yeah, talent is only gonna get you so far. I got a song. We in the we in the studio. I got a song. I got a new project. We in the studio. We smoking this and that and the third. That's what you see. That's the narrative they're creating for you. Mostly be subconsciously because that's what they're seeing from bigger artists. Yeah. But then they yeah. don't understand that the bigger artists also have all the people in the studio. Yeah, a lot of them are smokers, but yeah. there's, there's, there's a team. There's there's <laughs> there's a team in there. Too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It ain't really too much to do while they you know they literally recording. You got to be in that moment. But there there's team members in there. Yeah. So they know. Okay, we got the finished product. Now it's time to let's figure out the plan. How are we gonna translate this? Get this out there to the people. Yeah. And like I said before, controlling your narrative. Yeah. Either. You gonna control your narrative, or the world is gonna tell you how they perceive you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. So that's why I'm saying about sitting down and putting together a plan of how we're gonna get this out to the public in the right way. Like, how do you want to be perceived as an artist? Like that takes patience and and actually really figuring it out. Like you gotta want to do that. If you do, you want to be perceived as somebody who just smoke in the studio all day, or do you want to be perceived as somebody who gives back to the community, works hard, like practices his live performance and puts his all into this thing, like struggling paying bills you know going to open mics and all of that if if you if you you know it's it's way easier to play the underdog role yeah. than to kind of come out and be like i'm already on if you're already on it's harder for me as a consumer or a potential consumer to really feel like you know what i'm saying yeah. like i need to give you the ten dollars you look like you already got it yeah yeah so yeah. any client i work with and i don't know if this is a secret or key or whatever but i told like listen you're gonna be an underdog you're gonna shake every hand we're going to go to everything that we can possibly go through as far as events or whatever. We're going to reciprocate whatever energy is shown to us, and we're going to grind it out step by step. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I charge them, but I also say you're going to put in the same energy I'm putting in, and um, we're going to reciprocate all the energy. So if anybody posts anything, like you were saying earlier, anybody posts anybody, we're going to thank them. Any DJ that spends it, we're going to thank them. You know what I'm saying? Anybody we meet, if they shout us out, we're going to thank them. Yeah. Yeah, don't like, feel like gonna, it's old to you. We got we to gotta keep it there. Because once you start letting the artist or once the artist starts feeling like, oh, it's supposed to just be coming my way, then you gonna, then they they gone. Yeah, that sense of entitlement. Sense I think a lot of people yeah. have that. A lot of local artists have that. Where but they for think, what? You, you got to have some wins. To even, yeah, you, that's the thing. They don't, the, the two and two doesn't equal four. <laughs> and that's what you're saying before, perspective. Perspe- yeah, exactly. If, yeah. You ain't never, if you ain't never really seen over the mountain, then you don't really understand like some of the moves you may be making may look very foolish. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I've actually been fortunate enough to, again, like we talked about before, I've broken some records. I've introduced some artists. I've been on a national tour before. You know what I'm saying? I've done so many things as behind the scenes and not even being an artist. So when I see certain artists and how they have their thing put together, I can see that's going to go mm-hmm. because they got a good team. 
you know, it's translating as far as they got good video content. They're consistent, which is a big thing. Huge thing. They're moving around working. And then I can see when it's not going to go. Like, oh, you don't know how to pick singles. That's not really a single. You know what I'm saying? Or, oh, yeah, you burn too many bridges. Like, or you got a bad attitude. Or, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Or yeah. you take too many breaks. It's certain things I can see where, like, like we're talking about that feeling. Right. Like, I know what it feels like when something is clicking. It's about to go like, oh, you may need just this and this and you good. Yeah. Yeah. And then I know what it's like when it's just like, oh, like he think he got it and he may not. And he don't have anybody around him to even tell him how much more work he really needs to do. But, you know, again, it's perspective. I think one one major issue I have, and I don't want to take this to the Virginia podcast. Like, it's, no, it's, it's all no, good. It's, no, it's Because everything I'm saying is not even directed. Yeah, exactly. I, and, and let me say this. um, I, I did have a, not an issue, but, you know, uh, a conversation with somebody online uh, like a year or two ago. And it was kind of like they felt like because I used to tweet a lot and throw out what I thought were gems or whatever. Yeah. And they thought I was directing it at 757 artists. Mm. And um, I'm from here. So I took offense to that. And we, you know, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. But it was like I wasn't I'm not necessarily when I'm saying anything, I'm not necessarily talking about 757 artists. Right. Again, right. I've traveled. So I, I have and I know some of the scenes out in New York and Atlanta and Florida and Cali. So I'm really talking to you know really i'm really talking to my peoples out there yeah you know what i'm saying and and people i may have met or people i may have seen that may be doing it wrong or even if they're doing it right if they had this whatever and i don't have time to just sit there and give pep talks or calls to everybody so if i had a free moment i used to do that but then some you know somebody here and i'm not even gonna because it's a dead issue right um took offense to it and thought i was really just bagging on 757 artists when I love 757 artists. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But we also got to be real. Like, some people are doing it right, and some people are doing it wrong. Yeah. And I'm just not really for the waiting for somebody to a handout because that's self, you know, that's self entitlement and all of that. And they're complaining. I ain't really with it. Yeah. Especially when you earn your way. Exactly. If you're an artist you or me or whoever, it's hard for me to just be like, I got to give you something or I owe you something because I'm on a. Jack owe you something, or this person or that person owe you something because what you could do could change your life. We already know that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that's not being stunning or nothing. This is we know because we worked hard to be in whatever position. Exactly. At the same time, I don't necessarily owe you anything because we're from the same city. Now, if anybody that knows me knows, like, yo, if I see that you moving and you were moving without me, I'm gonna make it my business to find out. How are you moving without me? You exactly. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued yeah. now. Exactly. I'm intrigued. And not even on no, like, I'm I'm shady or I'm jealous and none. I'm just like, like oh, okay, he doing something yeah. that I didn't see coming. Exactly. And I don't, I need to be in tune with the streets, especially my whole town at all times. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if you're not doing nothing worth me feeling like I need to put my attention there, I got plenty of work to do. So it's like. Take it. Yeah, that's you know. that's one thing that people always hit me with. Like I don't I don't talk about Virginia artists, but I'm I'm very in tune. I, I keep my like you said, I keep my ears to the street. I, I might don't talk have, about it. You but have to. I definitely pay attention. Like it's a couple of artists I'm thinking of like, yeah, if they just did this one thing, mm-hmm. they would be good. Or they they moved in this direction, mm-hmm. they would be good. But I don't you know what I'm saying? For certain people you can't come to and say, Hey, you need to do this. Right. No. Nah. Then, then they're like, well, who are everybody you? ain't gonna receive it the right exactly. way. You know what exactly. I'm saying? And mm-hmm. artists are sensitive and I and I understand that. And that's being sensitive ain't a bad thing. You know, artists need to be sensitive. You know what I'm saying? But you know, at the same time, again, you gotta be realistic about where you are because some artists are also delusional. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with a certain level of whatever, because you need that certain amount of being delusional or crazy or whatever. To you know, aspire to hope the the audacity to hope yeah. and all that, right? Yeah. Right. But you can't let it get out of control. You, there's still steps that need to, 
you know, there's still victories and, you know, things yeah, that need to, yeah. benchmarks that need to be accomplished. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. Just like I said, the biggest thing seems to be the entitlement. Just, yeah. So that's why they can't take that, that feedback. Yeah. My thing is, if you are going to put yourself in a position where people are listening to your music, hearing your voice, mm-hmm. they... You know, you putting yourself in front of a crowd of people. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to take that criticism. Absolutely. If your skin is not tough enough that you can't take it, then you're not ready. You're not in the Straight right up. profession. Exactly. You because you, everything is a microcosm of everything else. So if you couldn't handle whatever pitfalls or adversity on a local level, it ain't gonna get no easier. Exactly. The more you level up, so that you not being able to handle on a local level would prevent you from leveling up anyway. And that's just. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Very much so. I know a lot of artists. Like we're having this conversation, I'm just thinking of different artists. Like yes, <laughs> you, 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 you. Like and, and just so and, and let me say this, just so nobody, you know, and I know I already said it, but just so nobody feels like you to, yeah, you have to give that. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna name a couple that I see on the right path, and not to say I don't know if they're gonna make it or not, but th- that I see. So you know, there's this girl Lacree, dope. Lacree is dope. Mm-hmm. Lacree is very dope. I, I consider her a friend of mine. She's really dope. I'm really waiting. You know, anticipating to see what she does with this project. She's been investing her own money and, you know, putting in the time and the hours, traveling around, getting the right mixes on songs and being really critical of herself. And, you know, we had a long conversation um, a few months ago about, you know, her project. And she really just wanted to pick my brain. Like, you know what I'm saying? So she paid for my meal. We went out. I thought we was just going Dutch. (laughs) I was like, cool, let's do it. And then the check came and she paid. I was like, oh, well. You definitely can have whatever info I have. Yeah, you got yeah. it. People don't understand that. They don't that, understand that. That, that, that little bit. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. small that, thing. That's and part of networking. Like I said, I just went because she was like, "Yo, let's you know, I'd like to have a conversation." Cool. Like, and I yeah. charged for a marketing consultation, but that's not how it was proposed to me. But right. the way that that she handled it like exactly. that, I was like, "Cool." I'm it was cool professional. With not getting, it was professional. I was like, "I'm cool with not getting paid because." I, and I already fuck with her. I see something. I wasn't even sure what I saw. I saw something. Saw, yeah. And then the more we sat and talked. She just asked asked me a bunch of questions, but I could tell by the questions she was asking and the way she was intently like listening to my answers. She she's had, really trying to get better. Yeah, you she had thought about everything. Yeah, she she's so, on, she has a goal. That's so good. So Lecree and then you know um, Breeze Park, I see something mm-hmm. in those guys and um, you know obviously my guy Joe Perk, um, Young Crazy obviously, um, you know I love with the guys you know even though they're not a you know, a, a artist, the the their movement, Traptastic. I love what those guys are doing. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of people, man. It's um, there's so many people out here moving around. Sonny and Gabe, shout out to them. The yeah. whole Rebel crew, killing shit. Those are my guys. You too. know, it's funny when you were talking. Is uh, one artist jumped in my head immediately? Who? America. Oh, from um other side, other side of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Known, yeah, known yeah. him a long time. Him and Hersey and Double Excel and all of them. It's, it's, a, it's a couple artists So 757 We're not picking on you It's out of love Yeah, like, yeah. Oh and from my side of the water uh, Bobby Blaze I gotta say that I've he, heard He's from, he from Hampton Yeah Yeah yeah. I, I love what he's doing um, Yeah Good guy Um, He's got a, He's got his own thing You know He says boot up And all of that Like he's got his own Little movement I see him like growing Um, Interesting to see What he's gonna do you know, you know, I'm I'm de- I'm definitely always trying to see what's going on in Hampton. Like I said, yeah, I'm a Hampton yeah. kid first before anything. But yeah. um, that that's you know that that's my guy over there. Shout out to Bobby Blaze. Yeah. So we we 
jumped through half the show already. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that's good. It's good mm-hmm. industry talk. Some, exactly. Some people need to hear this. We don't. We don't always joke and play on the show. Sometimes. Yeah, you yeah. I mean, some, somebody's gonna need this, man. And <laughs> yeah, I don't, somebody's you know, again, gonna definitely need all this. All of us, you know, even as a collective, as individuals, we're not always gonna have time, like I said, to do this. Yeah. Because you know, we're gonna have stuff to do. I got somewhere to go right after this for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We moving around even on Sunday, seven days yeah, a week. Yeah, definitely. And y'all can see in my eyes. I'm so focused right now between I can tell. the stuff I got to do for Def Jam, the stuff I got to do for my clients at Dark Knight. Um, and then the hip hop caucus stuff. That's this is important stuff in every lane. I mean, especially the hip hop caucus stuff. But Definitely. it's all important. And I'm just in a space of where, you know, I don't take you know my positions for granted. Um, I don't take my mental space. I'm in a really good space right now, creatively and all of that. I'm working with the right people. I don't take any of that for granted because I know how many people are trying to. Exactly. You know what I'm, I'm in a space of where I don't work a regular nine to five job. Like this is my life. You know what I'm saying? And so many people are fighting to get there that I appreciate that. Because, yeah. again, I remember working at Legends, MCI Worldcom, um, in the Navy, in the Marines, and just hoping and praying and wishing that I could just get to a space to where I could wake right. up and do this. Yeah. So now that I'm here, the, the last thing I'm going to do is like really be cocky and flashy about it. I'm going to appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? And capitalize on every opportunity and continue to move forward. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So Definitely. So let's let's get to the rundown. Okay, the rundown. The rundown. We um, <laughs> jumped through a couple of things here. I did want to mention the um because I missed this last episode. Um, mm-hmm. the Wine Epstein podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who don't know, the Wine Epstein podcast. Legendary. It's a podcast hosted by Peter Rosenberg and Cypher Sounds in New York, High ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like for rap nerds. They yep. they go over the culture in such a way that I mean just the conversations they have mm-hmm. you wouldn't have with regular people mm-hmm. like they talk about you know beat choices on on Trap's first album and mm-hmm. it's just a, a dope podcast mm-hmm. um one one of the reasons why I started this podcast actually um but they're they're going on hiatus as they said they're ending their show just too many things happening for them I just wanted to give them a quick shout out because as I said they're one of the reasons I started shout this podcast them, yeah so shout out to y'all. I think they're they're I think they're the the way that I got into listening to podcasts in the first place was theirs and um a lot of the the best podcasts because you know when you listen to one of these you know it's an hour two hours that you can't really get back so yeah. you, you right. know, just like watching Netflix or TV or whatever you want to make sure it's worth it and they've never let me down on any of the yeah. episodes yeah. You know what I'm saying? They got some really, really good, ones. really have, good ones. They have the episode with Ra- when they interviewed Rakim. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. such an in-depth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I actually sat in my car the entire time. Just mm-hmm. I was done whatever I was doing. Just <laughs> sat down and listened to that episode. Mm-hmm. Such a great interview. If you yeah. haven't heard it, make sure they you check it one, out. And I can't even. I can't even. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm sick that I can't remember her name. But I. I think her last name was Rosenblum. They. They did an episode with basically the lady that um. Was doing stuff in the last quarters. I remember that. And yeah, she managed. I think. Um, Flex yeah, I remember and, that. And um, did stuff with Diddy and all of that. I was like, man, that was a really they good. Had, they had for me. I'm, yeah. always, I'm always yeah, looking yeah. to learn. So yeah, yeah. I don't care if you know you just got in the game and you doing some flash shit or you my elder you've been in the game for. I'm always looking to learn from wherever I can absorb. Yeah. So I'm really intently listening to stuff like that for like little gems that I can add to my thing. Exactly. Or maybe okay, she said that I need to go research that so I can. I'm exactly. just trying to learn and grow. And, you know, they so did they an episode. With, um, they did an episode with Bink. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. was a dope episode about basically giving Bink, Bink his credit. Man. Shout out to Bink <laughs> his credit. Every you know, every he's done like a couple of them now. Yeah, on on a different podcast. I've listened. I think I listen to all of them now. Like I I learned so much that I didn't know about him. Yeah, and I already had the utmost respect for him. But knowing like you know, hearing his whole journey from a couple of different perspectives and questions. I respect them more. Yeah, definitely. Even more. 
So shout out to Wine Epstein. I wanted to get shout into um, August Alcina. Okay. Um, the news he's broke still, this he's week. He's still Def Jam. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's still Def Jam. <laughs> <laughs> news broke this week. He had an interview. First, I want to say, how much do we love Jada Pinkett? Like, do, yeah. Jada just everyone loves Amazing. Jada. Everybody loves Amazing. Jada. She's wonderful. Jada, mm-hmm. don't change a thing. I mean, how are you just like? Yeah. How are you just gonna be bad my whole life? Exactly. That's Jada, that's my. It was only one thing that bothered me that she did though. What she do? What? She got surgery. She got. From plastic surgery or some done, some done to her face. You could tell at one know. of their award shows, like it was something like her cheekbones. I, I need it, it, it was, it was slight. That might just be it, that melanin. I don't know. It was slight because <laughs> um, need that confirmation. It bro. was. You trying to you shooting down my dreams? No, 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 no. no. Like it, it won't, it won't no drastic change. Yeah. It was just like, I, like I look at her face that much because she's that beautiful to me that I noticed that slight change about it. And I was just like, oh, why she do that? You might be but she's still bad, bro. though. <laughs> well, Jada had an interview with um, August Alcina when it was released this week that he has liver, he's a liver disease. Right. right. And um, that's one reason he has been doing music or mm-hmm. putting himself out there. He's, he said, in his own words, he's constantly sick. Yeah. Um, he did release a new single that's up on Uncut Magazine. Make sure you go check that out. Shameless mm-hmm. plug. Shameless plug. Do that. Do that. <laughs> Uh, mm. it is. She said the interview was a, it was a really dope interview, especially me as a person that hates interviews. Right, it was a really dope interview, and it, it was really organic. Where she was, she said something about um, talking to him helps her get her pot stuff out. Like yeah, basically healing the wounds that um, or answering. Like basically, because she didn't really get to say battle like pop, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so she was like actually sitting down talking to him, kind of mm. gave her that closure, closure. that she That's get dope. that she yeah, didn't yeah. get. That's, That's a dope compliment mm. to to August. Yeah, and, and I think I think you know, I'm glad that however that ended up happening, as far as um them taking him in, mm. that they did because I think he needed it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think he really for. I mean, we all seen it for a little a little while. He was kind of wilding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And you know, I, I was I've been fortunate enough that I, I met August like super early on, you know what I'm saying? And I was fortunate enough to help him break, you know, help him break those first right. Well, in Virginia. Um but when I met him, cool guy, you know what I'm saying? You could tell that um he was ready for, you know, new things to happen and he had a lot of you know, he was so new, but he had, you know, the single was starting to click and yeah, yeah. you know, girls were that's when girls were just starting to get hype about him and scream a little bit. So it's like it was coming. Yeah, yeah. And like just to kind of, you know, the seed. And that's my favorite part of this anyway. The elevation and the growth was dope. But then, like I said, you get in that pocket to where everything's going your way and money's coming in and this and that. And then it was like, yo, you starting to wild out a little bit, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I I think I want to say, I guess the Z's, we can kind of explain some of that stuff away. Like he was going through meds. He Mm -hmm. had sicknesses and stuff. Because he said he's always, he's constantly sick. Mm Mm-hmm. I just hope you know. We hope and pray he feels, but he gets better. If there is a absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I won't say a cure because if it was a cure, I'm sure he would already had it. But there's a, yeah. tr- a treatment there's probably that a treatment. It sure. Yeah, sure um, yeah. prayers, prayers, yeah, prayers, prayers, prayers go to August yeah. Alcina. Um, but he's putting a new exposure to that, and that's good because I'm sure he's not the only person that has this affliction. Right. So just for him talking about it can help other people. Absolutely. So that's the whole point of that. So I'm definitely I mean, glad. Listen, the next album should be something. Oh yeah, the next album. You know, pain have, makes the yeah. best. Yeah. Yo, y'all heard, y'all heard the first album, right? Yeah. Actually, actually, I have it up here. Listen, <laughs> yeah. I love this first. Album. We we talk about that constantly. Pain makes the best, best um, remedy. Look at sure. Mary J. Look at Nas. Like when you go through things, <laughs> when you go through things, man, that's when that it comes out of you. Can we bring the storytelling back, artists, please? Yeah. Yeah. Please. Don't worry. 
Okay, we got you. You got, you got it. Okay, cool. we got you. Cool. Okay, I feel and, better. And feel speak, better. speaking of Nas, <laughs> yeah. you like to say Also, Def Jam. Yeah, also, also Def Jam. <laughs> Look, this is all the family here. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier this week, Nas released an open letter to Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, first, I'm glad that Nas did it because this has been Nas's lane if his whole career. If you really look at it, mm-hmm. Nas has always been um, a rebel to America. That's Absolutely. Right. exactly right. Nas is a rebel to America. This Absolutely. is exactly what he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't go into depth with the letter. You can go on online and go to Uncut Magazine, of course, and read the entire <laughs> the letter in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do we feel about not just Nas writing the letter, mm-hmm. but Maybe more people stepping out, and I, I want to say Trump is kind of an easy target because everyone talks about Trump. Mm-hmm. But more people in our community, hip hop community, mm-hmm. stepping out on these political matter, matters that matter to not just hip hop culture, but to America itself. Um, you know, it's important. Um, that's my biggest criticism of just overall hip hop. I don't. We're not speaking enough. We're not speaking out enough. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean we like we. I mean like people in positions of power and influence. Is it's almost like, you know, everybody's nervous or scared about it, you know, fucking up the bag. Uh, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Which is okay, I get that, but at the same time, like we also have to remember what hip hop was created for. It's created exactly. to you know, to kinda let the world know about our, our struggle and our pain and how we get through it and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's it's all about not necessarily being rebellious as much as standing up for what's right. Right. And there's so many artists that are on that are super silent when it comes to these kind of issues and it's like it's disappointing. Very. It's disappointing. So whenever I see somebody jumping out there, I'm 100% with it because I know that they know they might possibly put, be putting some bags and some deals on the line. Yeah. And um, But at the same time, it's a way to do it, to not lose the bag, but still stand for what you believe in. Yeah. So yeah. shout out to Nas. Yeah, definitely. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking of Colin Kaepernick, so shout out to him. Somebody need to yeah, get that shout out to- job. Stop fucking playing. Yeah, yeah shout out but to I Colin. love what he doing. I mean, in in spite of everything, he's still like he ain't backing down. He ain't being quiet. In spite of everything, he's speaking his mind, donating money. You know what doing I'm saying? Suits, suits. Exactly. Like, I mean, he's doing a man all of the, the right people. Things. Yes. We ain't had. We really ain't had somebody, you know, that I can remember in recent history. Um, you know, obviously Ali. You know, people who were athletes that really spoke out. But that's what I'm saying. Like MJ was mad quiet, bro. Because yeah, of the bag. MJ was like, "Way well, hey. he is a famous quote." But even MJ. now, like yeah. even now, bro, yeah, like yeah. he's done a few, you know, he's done a few things. So I'm not gonna be like, "Yo, he ain't doing nothing." And maybe he's doing things, and we're just not seeing everything. That's always. Possible. But again, you gotta control your narrative. the The perception is that Michael Jordan don't really care too much. Yeah, you know what I'm saying about what's going on. He just selling these Jordans. Kids getting shot over his Jordans. Yeah, he'll never come out with no statement and say nothing. You know, I, I don't know, man. I'm passing it. Now yeah, that no, I have that fine, position, that hip hop caucus position, like I'm definitely gonna start speaking out more, like definitely. for sure. I know exactly what you mean because um, I've read Nas's letter, I've read um, Tip's letter too, I read Ti's letter too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting to see both of their perspectives because um, Ti's letter, in my opinion, was it it it. Uh, kind of went directly at Trump like mm-hmm. them sitting down at the table mm-hmm. talking and this was would have been his dialogue to mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. uh Nas's was more around the fact that Trump's in office and it's not I'm not going to allow it to affect my mind state or how I move like mm-hmm. we as a people like that that him him being in office isn't really going to 
uh, affect us the, as much as people would say it will mm-hmm. because he's not focused on us. He doesn't care about us. So why not? That seems to be very clear. And very, very yeah. clear. So like, why not? Why and, even and more, put that so, energy into talking to him or so on and so forth? Why not go ahead and take this time to go ahead and bond mm-hmm. and build our own thing that we've been needing to do anyway? Great point. And, and more so, it seems that Trump doesn't really care about anything but himself and his personal interests. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every move that I'm seeing that he's making, to me, it it's it's almost like he's doing things specifically so you know so that his business benefits when he gets out of office exactly oh yeah he's definitely all of his all like you said all of his business ventures and everything he's doing now is to benefit him his family mm-hmm. and his friends in that in that tax bracket exactly <laughs> and I, I that was it's my mad fear. sketchy man yeah that was my mad fear going sketchy. into the office because that's if you look at it from a from a a, a total distance away mm-hmm. he's doing what people would do when you get a position you look out for your friends mm-hmm. his friends just have to be evil people right you know what i'm saying like <laughs> his like if i get a job at ihop then my friends they can get free they pancakes get free. So, you know what yeah. I'm yeah. so to say he's doing the exact same thing but the people he's doing it with is just all sketchy and and this and this is you know and this is the horrible part about it I'd actually rather take it back to when Bush was in office because at least how people say that I think he was doing <laughs> it. I think he was doing it too, but it wasn't as blatant. It just kind of looked like he was incompetent, and yeah. they were pu- but they were pulling shit off. It di- it wasn't as obvious and blatant when he did. Now it's like, bro, it's just in your face, like, bro, yeah. this is like yeah, the exactly. district. The level bro, of disrespect, disrespect is real, and it's not even disrespect, dog. You're technically you're the leader, or you're supposed to be the leader of the free world, bro. Like you're supposed to be the most powerful man on this planet right man. now, and it's like nothing. Nothing feels good about Trump. Seeing Trump, hearing a Trump statement, hearing Trump news, nothing feels good or great about you know whatever. Exactly. To the point to where it feels like other countries feel bad for us. Almost like yeah, other countries have said that. Other That's countries have said that. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's like like crazy. they know. They know. Like America overall doesn't believe all of the things that trump believes so it's almost like we're li- almost living hostages like we just gotta kind of see how this thing gonna turn out but yeah. it look like he, be- he, will, he will get his ass out of there on his own it look like mm. i mean he's gonna do something yeah that- it's like a situation we just tr- trying to survive yeah and all of that stuff can be undone I, my personal thing is he's not gonna make it in no four years uh, i don't i don't think he's getting out of this year to be totally honest with you i don't think he's getting out of this year i mean is, then you have pence behind him yeah, but again, Pence, I mean, we don't know, like, you know, everybody has their theory, but that Pence reminds me more of Bush than anything, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not to say they're exactly the same person, right? but if you're going to be, you know, hooking up your friend, we we expect a certain level of some yeah. shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> of yeah, course, you know politics, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's going to happen, but like, I don't feel like, he ain't no loose cannon, bro, like. Yeah, Trump is completely He's buttoned up, Pence is buttoned up, so yeah. whatever evil, whatever, da 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 like, Cool, Trump or Pence? Like I take Pence. At least he seems measured. He seems the devil, you know. Right. Per- <laughs> perception is counting for a lot. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. And Trump is like he just don't give a fuck. Like, you know, I I need this to benefit Jerry or Ivanka or whatever or this person or that. It's all oil plays and money plays for this and that and the third for when he get out. But meanwhile, climate change is getting fucked up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's stripping money from that. You know what I'm saying? School budget's getting slashed. But, yeah. Only thing I'm really, really concerned about, deadass, is, you know, his foreign policy, man. That I'm This thing with North Korea is like, that's the only thing that's... Uh, fucking is powder he going to jump out there and do something? It's a powder keg. Yeah. His temperament is not 
the sentiment we should have in the world so yeah. someone in that position. Exactly. He's way too aggressive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For him to be in that position and have that temperament. It's not even aggressive because, I mean, it's more like he's too, he's too narcissistic. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. aggressive yeah. means he will already bond them already. You know what I'm saying? So he, he know what that is. Yeah. It's just, he's not, like he t- he talk a lot of shit and then he go doing money play. Like he said, no, no career, y'all better cut that shit out and then he go to Russia and go do some crazy shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Try to hold his yeah. wife's hand. His, his, yeah. That was, that was so crazy. crazy. That's bro. crazy. Two times. That's crazy. Yeah. They, don't, they ain't living like, together. She don't, she don't want that life. Because she never signed up to be a first lady. No, she just. She, she, she was the. She the just wanted to be. T- they yeah. graduated. Exactly. She, she didn't want to be the first lady of the country. Man, this is so crazy, man. Yo, I really miss Brock, man. Like, this is crazy, <laughs> man. Bro. He's living life. Him and Michelle are living man. life. <laughs> Enjoying. Living. Yo, and they're living life so much, it's making me wonder, like, do they know something that we don't? Because they seem way too fucking calm right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they are chilling. Like, hey. I mean, they ain't chilling. He don't look stressed at all. At and all. obviously, yeah, you know, you you, aren't, you know, you got the rest of your life to lead. But he don't look stressed at, at fucking all, all bro. <laughs> Almost Man. like he knows something's coming like, that's gonna fix everything, and like, he's just yeah. like, "We just gotta ride this thing out." Yeah, so Michelle, be back like, by November. It's pretty much. Pretty much. I'll take that shit. If we do oh, special, go ahead, take oh, this parasailing man. trip real oh, quick. Yeah. Oh man, if, if we, <laughs> we get right back any way possible, fam, put him in. Fam, there's gotta be something. I've always said I think. Yeah, I'm about to say, gotta be a loophole somewhere. I always said I think president should be. Five ter- five year terms, mm-hmm. so they get elected back to back. Then that decade is there, so mm-hmm. you can look back at that decade and say, "Hey, this was their decade. All mm-hmm. the policies went into effect during them." Yeah. The four year terms, and Barack has said it. He said, "Bill Clinton said it. Mm-hmm. If I put a procedure in, mm-hmm. the average person is not going to fill it for another four to eight years. True. So by the time it goes into effect, he's not even there anymore. Right. So like Trump get credit for stuff that Barack that did his Barack first did. term. Yeah, I mean how the economy is now, all of that, the, the jobs." The stock market, all of it. That's all brought. Yeah. And Trump's about to fuck it all up. He about to fuck it all up. He about to fuck it all up. Fuck it all. Um, let's go. We was talking about Nas, but it was announced that Nas and Lauren Hill going on tour together. Yep. Which I, I can't. First, I love seeing Lauren Hill on tour. I'm glad she's in her right state to go on tour. Is she? That's what I was about to say, because she has a <laughs> reputation when she, she has a when reputation. she goes on tour. Hopefully. So I mean I would think that this is not just a Lauren Hill tour. This is a Nas and Lauren Nas Hill. So I would I would think they've had I conversations. Think, yeah, I like, think it's gonna go okay or I'm hoping it is just for the thing that I have I think there's mutual respect there. Exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think Lauren Hill respects Nas enough that she wouldn't purposely like flake on any of these dates. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or even come late for that yeah, matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you know I mean and then and then Worst case scenario, Nas can hold the show by himself. Right, but then it'd be like anti-climatic. I mean, that's not what people are paying yeah, for. Exactly. Then people want to see that Lauren. audience. Yeah, people yeah, want to see Because you want to you want to hear Lost Ones and, and all these things right. just from Lauren. Yeah. Lauren whole set's going to be crazy. crazy. I want to hear Zion and all yeah. of that. You know just, from, just from Lauren. Then and we got, a, we got a rule in my house. Like, I ain't really technically even supposed to say nothing bad about Lauren Hill. <laughs> because my sister like the biggest Lauren Hill fan ever. Like hey. she, you know, her favorite her favorite artist is, is Lauren Hill and mine's is Jay-Z. So I, she ain't allowed to say nothing bad about Jay. I'm not hey, allowed to say nothing. Fair exchange. Fair exchange right there. <laughs> so, Lauren, you know, do your thing. Yeah, definitely. And are they coming to Virginia? Because people who skip know. Virginia. I haven't seen, I'm about to say, I haven't seen, seen the tour date. I don't know. But, yeah. Hmm. Um, I hate when people do that, skip Virginia for some reason. A lot of artists. And we have... There's a have, lot of behind-the-scenes stuff with I mean, that. It's, yeah, I, I, for I sure. definitely know that, yeah. yeah, yeah. But we have the venues for it. Mm-hmm. I, mean, yeah. ri- I mean, Richmond is I mean, still it, it go, you know, it's, it definitely goes into... Um, yeah, but Richmond don't know how to act. Virginia doesn't know how to act. Well, 
<laughs> you know, I mean, you know, it's all about who wants to who wants to buy the the that tour date. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. And I think I think it's um, and I could be wrong, but I think sometimes the actual venue does it, that, and that is well. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's a promoter, and if like, so what happens if the promoter don't want it and the venue don't want it? Then we're not gonna get a date here. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes it's the tour, like when they routing it, like you know, how did we do the last time? Okay, like we we would actually save money if we just didn't do that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's definitely factors in it. It's just I'm like how, on some of those meetings. So it's just like like how Drake has never been up been out here. Yeah, yeah, yes, he's been out. Yeah, the Wayne versus Drake tour. That's right. Yeah. That was years ago. I seen him. Yeah, yeah, mm. I remember that. Yeah, I the did. Wayne versus Drake. Oh, I remember that. Story. Let me. I gotta say this. Go I mean, it ain't really a super whatever story, but it was just a moment. Like, so I used to manage DJ Omatic Beats. Yeah, and so he he was the DJ, like the opening DJ for that. So me and um J Rod, shout out to J Rod. That's the homie. Um, we we went, you know, just to support him and shit, you know. So we were we we're backstage, and then um, Future, who um, not Future, Future, but there's a Future in Drake's camp, okay. a guy named Future. Um, I think he's his manager and his DJ or something. I don't know, but Future was backstage. I think he sensed that we were like hanging around, mm-hmm. and I think it was a well, who are these guys? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. Drake was about to come out kind right. of thing. So he ended up engaging us in the conversation. And I was like, yeah, I manage him, and that's why you're here, and he with me, and whatever, whatever, whatever. And then while we were talking, I looked out of the corner of my eye, and then Drake was coming out like the side door. Mm-hmm. And then like I'm he I'm not gonna say he was nervous or not like that, but I definitely feel like he was like peeping out the scene. I like he knew he was in Virginia. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, right. I think that had a lot to do with it. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Because of that, because of that, because yeah, of, of that. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm <laughs> and like I said, he didn't he didn't seem like he was nervous, but you know him and his team was definitely like you know On guard. peeping out the scene, which is why again I think yeah. Future like you know engages. But I think once he saw it was cool, you know what I'm saying? Future like, okay, cool, like whatever. And he was, right. he was just hanging back there. Is that like, sort of thing? What? That, what I don't Virginia? No, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, Drake, Drake, and, Drake thing? Drake, yeah, Drake and Virginia. I don't think so only because Push is not pushing it. That's what I'm saying. Anymore. Like nobody's and he's not even pushing the Wayne thing anymore, really. I mean, he wanted though. I think he, yeah, still he definitely wanted. Well, he's yeah. ready for it. Push is ready for it. Yeah. But Drake honestly, and I fuck with Drake. I don't think Drake want that. Cuz that ain't gonna there ain't gonna be no fumbles on that. I don't know because because he Drake is definitely feeling himself since he's he's putting me out. Yeah, there. but he don't. But but you also got to remember how many people came at Drake and then he chose me to be to respond back. This to. is very true. So we push have been going in. Not so we gonna like, overlook the two birds with one stone, Drake joint that was supposed to be about I mean, push but so that's yeah. light it's yeah it was, light. it was a light jab light. that was a light jab it wasn't it wasn't back to back no 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 i'm not saying that it was but like my thing was at that particular point mm-hmm. even with all the rumors whether push felt it was directly about him or not mm-hmm. the public perception was that it was about him so he could have took that opportunity to capitalize on it and say something directly to him but I, I mean, mean, no, no, Pusha been, but Pusha been bombing on him for years. Oh yeah, and never got like the direct energy. Like he didn't Pusha never got the Meek Mill energy. Oh no, no, yeah. no, no, no. And you know, I know Pusha a little bit. I don't know him that that well to know how he exactly feels. But I would go so far to say is that's all Pusha wants in the world. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like, would love that. Like probably more than anything else is for for Drake to just really come at him. Directly, he's not gonna do it, and yeah. Drake's not gonna do it. He, he's he's, he's do a it. different caliber artist, and it, do, it doesn't say anything about Drake except that Drake is smarter than the average artist. But what's funny? Yeah, he plays. You don't want he, it with push, bro. Yeah, he plays chess a lot. But yeah. what's funny with, about with his that moves. is that he wanted Joe. 
And Joe has bars. I mean, Joe might have a, the yeah, level. Yeah, but they're not on. They're not on. The yeah, I'm about to yeah. say they're not on that. Like a lot of people, and it's sad to say this because I think Joe Budden is a great artist. That's just Absolutely. me personally. Yeah, yeah. Like but he's legendary. I, thank you, yeah. thank you. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people still, when they hear Joe Budden, they still think Pump It Up. And we talked about that before. He's yeah, like, live that down. Yeah, he's but, that's, but let's be clear. Who, when you saying that, that you're talking about the passive aggressive. Joe Button fan, not like an actual Joe Button. Fan. Yeah, no. Yeah, everybody yeah, that I know that has listened to any Mood Music track right, or right, right. like that knows yeah, yeah. that whole like they are an adamant Button fan. It was Joe could Joe could have got Drake out of here too. I think. I, 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 I mean, if, if, but it's just the the playing field ain't yeah. it ain't built for for Joe yeah. to win that because yeah. Drake nah. got so much yeah, yeah. around him. He got every demographic, every genre. You know and that was a plan. I mean, with his with his last album, that was the plan. The whole world music feel. Mm. He goes into every genre. You know pretty exactly much. what he's doing. Yeah, he knows. He definitely knows. And um. Mika's just like, yo, I got a rolly. Like, come <laughs> yeah, on, bro. But I mean, like, in, in on, that bro. in that field, Meek is winning. I mean, like we talked about before, Meek winning is winning. Meek, is winning. Meek has a good life right now. He's having threesomes in Dubai. He just dropped a, a nice track. <laughs> I mean, again, perspective. Is he winning, like, compared to us? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, is he winning compared to Drake? Oh, nah, nah, nah. He still caught an L. Oh, like, yeah, he caught he a huge a, L. He that, caught a couple L's. Yeah, he, and he can rap, but it's like... He doesn't... To me, he doesn't explore... Yeah, I'm about to say he doesn't explore. To me, he reminds me of an early Bleak. You remember when Bleak yeah. first two albums when he always talked about was money, drugs, mm-hmm. nose. This kind of meets whole. Yeah, like, I, like, yeah, I want to hear more. Like yeah. me, I'm just the kind of person that you know you'll get me if I can hear introspective records. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And Joe will always give you that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm J- yeah, Joe's the king of that. And and Drake is really good at that. Yeah, Drake, will, it's good for giving you. Let let me let you know where I'm at in my life right now and everything that's going on. Yeah, my favorite me track on more life was really do that. It yeah, was um, Man was between did, uh, I lose you? did I Lose You And Do Not Disturb Yeah that was my favorite track Did I Lose You Oh Do you? Not Disturb Is my joint I, yeah. I listen to, I, I, That's on my playlist right now I listen to Do Not Disturb Every morning Cause it's crazy I just love I just love how the He talked Yeah He talked about everything And then the way he just Signed off on the track Was like I'll let y'all know yep. Next year Yeah I think just Did I Lose More it. artists need to Really be on that Go back to that Go back mm-hmm. to that Cause I used to be Like a staple of everyone's Don't worry. album You had that one we got track you. you got you Okay Alright Okay Segway you said, you said it more than once so <laughs> Don't <laughs> now, worry now I'm intrigued Don't okay. worry okay. We got you Okay <laughs> Segway Speaking of more artists mm-hmm. um, Biggie's son uh-huh. Is mm-hmm. about to drop an album CJ is all the soul. That's for real Yeah, yeah that's okay. for real uh-huh. I don't know if it's Bad Boy or, or is it gonna be some other li- I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Bad Boy It makes sense right It should be Bad Boy But you know Big had a label before you died So maybe it'll be yeah, The revamp um, there just for was, was it, it uh, Undertainment? Uh, uh, Undertainment. Then it went to Undias, but yeah. Entertainment. So maybe they reran that for, for CJ. I want to hear how CJ flow is first before I jump to to the gang. I've heard a couple freestyles that I was able to find on YouTube. How do you sound? Uh, um, pretty decent. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't Big's flow. So I w- I was happy about that. Like that he didn't just try to copy his whole blueprint. I'm sure that was on purpose because. That's something that I've always wondered, like, you know, big son, pun son, like, do they feel obligated that they have to step in the rap and that they have to compete with their father's memory or do they feel that they can actually just come in as as an artist themselves and just be them? Be them, yeah. I mean, you're going to have that, you know, a certain amount of baggage anyway, just by proximity. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, let's also remember, like, the track record isn't really that well as far as rapper's offspring. 
This, I mean, yeah. There's a few. You could say uh, who, who can you think? I mean, Revson. Um, Rev's D- uh, yeah, Diggy. Diggy was nice. Diggy yeah. nice. Kind of dropped off after here. the whole yeah. thing with jo- um, J. Cole. <laughs> no, yeah, because oh, yeah, yeah, him yeah. and Cole got the beef. Yeah. Still, my favorite offspring is my guy uh, Corey Guns. Corey Guns. I would still say he's, and I'm not talking about success. I'm just talking about you know just he's had some as, success. I'm yeah. just yeah. saying as far as yo, like my dad made moves in hip hop. Yeah, I'm a great rapper too. I think he's the that. I like Chris Rivers. I like Big Pun. Son. Yeah, yeah, I was about yeah, to say yeah, I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, he's been he's been fairly consistent too. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. really nice. I think yeah. what he does is not going to get a lot of mainstream, mm-hmm. but he's nice. Yeah, because um, his see, his last project, I really appreciated because he he stepped away from I guess the typical persona that that's put on him yeah. because because he, um he's playing son and he like had such different songs mm-hmm. like the, the the production and everything mm-hmm. it wasn't what i was expecting mm-hmm. and i truly appreciated that project for that i think like i said you know and i'm always gonna go back to marketing because that's just i'm just viewing the whole world through that now right. um they gotta set set them up like again yeah. like controlling your narrative how do you want to be perceived by the general public yeah and so before they start dropping projects like it's it's important to give context you can't just be like you know i'm such and such a son and you know what i'm saying i'm dropping a project like come fuck with me why you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. and i'm interested i'm always interested to see that anyway like all right you're you're a biggie son like what have you been up to what what led you in a direction to make you feel like you needed to step in that booth too what are your motivations what are your hopes and your dreams and yeah they're gonna say that on the song but you gotta get me to get to the song first. exactly 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 and that's a big part of it setting it up like what does this look like what does this feel like how are you guys driving it so i'm anticipating the project you know and as opposed to you know, we're going to get a certain amount of looks because I'm Biggie's son. And I'm not saying yeah. that that's what he's thinking, right, but right. whoever but sure, might be around him may be thinking I'm sure that. that's a thought process. I'm sure he's going to get... It's got to be rolled out right now. Yeah, yeah, it has to, yeah. Um, well, I will say another son I like, OMG, Cube's son. Cube's son, who, who's mm-hmm. in the movie, he mm-hmm. actually raps too. He's pretty yeah. nice. I like yeah. his... Yeah. I like, and that rolled out I heard too. both his sons rap. Yeah, both his sons, they was mm-hmm. on the song with him. Right. So I'm, I'm cool with they that. They was in the um the, the cypher too. Yeah. The BET cypher. For some reason, I feel like it's going to be harder for them to actually... I mean, I don't know. It's because the West Coast is a little different. No, I just think they're too close to their dad. Mm. And I'm not, you know, I'm, I don't know if that's mm. a hindrance or not. No, that's funny. That just reminds me of the meme that I had seen. It was like, um, his son, like Ice Cube's son looks more like Ice Cube than Ice Cube looks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. He look, yeah, he looks just like him. Um, like, I don't think they're, they're out enough on their own for it to be, you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, because that's a good point. That's a good point. Let's flesh this out. Okay. His name, his rap name is OMG O'Shea Junior. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a couple songs on Q projects before, mm-hmm. and he's he's okay. I mean, he's he's decent, mm-hmm. but his son, his dad is right there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm about yeah. to say I agree his with Bats on right that one. Because yeah. like, look at the comparison. Like you brought up Corey Guns. Mm-hmm. Like look at the Corey put that distance between him and his father Absolutely. before. Like he he wanted to stand on his own, and then once he was once he got to that point that people was just recognizing him as an artist, mm-hmm. that's when he brought his dad by, back by into the way, it. Yeah. Corey, Corey is way nicer than his dad, and oh, I think it's, even his dad would say that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Question. I don't think that's a question. Yeah, Corey got his own. Yeah, name. yeah you can't even you compare them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Without just even regarding where wherever he's at in hip hop right now, how people view him or whatever, like he the boy can rap. Like Corey, nice, and he's he got his own name completely outside of his father. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they're too close and like i said it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing but 
all right, roll this out for me so I care. Is that's all I'm saying. I don't yeah. necessarily care about Ice Cube sons rapping because look how we phrasing the Ice Cube sons. Exactly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, but then, but then his thing. Now he has a successful acting career. Will he rap? Because he has. I don't songs. think. I don't think that son is gonna rap. Well, which one? Um, the the one the that one actually played him. Yeah. No, he I has, don't think he, he's gonna rap. He has like, songs, but. I don't think there's going to be a full life OMG album. Like he's I think he's going to dabble in it. I think yeah. he know he's supposed to just be an actor. I yeah. think he know. Yeah, he'll probably have like a, a couple of songs that on the soundtrack for right. movies that he's yeah, in that stuff like sense. that. That don't that get it out sense. enough for him to feel like, all right, like I, I could do it if I want to. Let me get back yeah. and just trail yeah. it all. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, yeah, facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of, well, it's not even a segue. Look, the next album. <laughs> I could do a segue for that one. Um, it was recently announced um, Irv Gotti's bringing back Murder, Inc. Couldn't be happier. Me too. Irv should have been had a label deal somewhere. Yo, straight up and down. I don't know why he did. <laughs> the most disrespectful thing I think to happen to hip-hop culture was the fact that for however they feel that Irv Gotti and Dame weren't weren't asked or tapped to run somebody's label. Exactly. Well, Very disrespectful to hip-hop. Yeah, exactly. Because you need people in those positions who actually care about the culture. And there's way too many people who... Who like the check? Who yeah, like yeah. being a part of the culture, but are not fighting to not only keep the integrity of what it was, but like keep that vibe, that atmosphere of the early '90s, the late, well, really the late '90s. Late 90s you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, when yeah. they were really moving around, and you know, you know, whenever you seen Dane, yeah, people say he yelling this and that or whatever the fuck. You knew that he cared about his artists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He made- You knew he cared about the artists. You knew he cared about this culture. They both did. They both do. And they both did. But I think with Dame, it goes back to the earlier conversation we was having. He kind of messed his relationships up. And I think that's the perception, not even the reality. Because mm-hmm. people that I know that know Dame are like, they love Dame. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah. He screams. It's just, so what? It's just, yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> like, anybody. The thing is, it's like, you know, people's feelings were hurt. And, you know, they, of course, there were opportunities where, you know, they could have used the Dame in different situations. And different, And they just decided not to because their feelings were hurt. That's straight yeah. up what the fuck yeah. that was. Yeah. That shit is whack. That shit is whack. Because, like, yo, for real, what was he yelling about? He, Let's remember what he was yeah, yelling. Yeah, about. he always exactly. had a point. Like anybody, he, point. he wasn't just spazzing like Yo, just fuck for no you reason. Rockefeller, like y'all all suck. Like he was saying y'all suck because I don't know if I. He said I don't know. If y'all already chose a product manager for my artist Jay Z, who's Rockefeller, not Def Jam. I don't know if I trust that. Like yeah, I remember yeah. the words because I yeah. watched it so many times. Yeah. Again, I'm pulling information and gems out of everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm I love watching it. Like he said, Yo, I don't know if I trust that. Like if you pick the wrong wrong product manager. You know what I'm saying? And the product manager will be the person who, you know, helps you, you know, pick um, promotion material and this, right, that, and right. the third. And, you know what I'm saying? And ship the stuff out and all of that good stuff. So, like, if you pick the wrong person, it's just like picking the wrong A&R. Yeah. Like, if you put the wrong A&R next to an artist and maybe that A&R doesn't love what he does or doesn't get what that is. If you pick the wrong one who's just there. They're not going to put that energy They're not going to put the energy yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. So, Dane probably knew, like, I, I know the product manager that we probably need for Jay's last, again, yeah. his last album. So I would have been mad too. Like you, yeah. you gonna call a secret meeting and this and that, and then when Dame and his team actually come up, which they should have been there anyway, now it's a problem. Yep, all and the way now, back to know, um backstage when he was when they was fussing about the Def Jam jackets yeah. showing up on tour. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. my favorite scene because he wasn't just yelling just he to yell. Just like yelling. he had a point. He like we came point. we came to y'all. Y'all didn't want to help. Right. Now y'all see it, everything moving how we told y'all it was gonna move. Said, now y'all want to put let, money let, into let, it. Let's do. It. He said, "Let's do." It. Why didn't y'all just do a um Hard Knock Life tour jacket? Exactly. Great point. Yeah. Like yeah. them niggas I mean, knew what he was doing. I mean, I don't want to say niggas because I really respect Kevin Lyle. So let me let me. 
I ain't going. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we know, we know what you mean. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just yo, like, and I'm not even gonna say they did it maliciously, but like, you know, you could have took the extra second to be like, yeah, uh, a hard night life tour jacket would probably have been better than just a death yeah, jacket. Yeah, it, it was branding. It was definitely branding. It's, it's branding. And he called them out on it. So so with that yeah I, I don't there's really definitely don't shared blame because Bleak definitely should have been like nah yeah know. yeah because Bleak was walking around Bleak should know and he was then with it. He was like, I yeah, yeah, yeah he was he like was, I ain't nothing wrong with him yeah he, he knew, twisted the knife a little happy. bit he, he was like I ain't never had a Rockefeller jacket with my name on it it was like that's how I knew where Bleak was with it I was like yo you can rock the jacket fam because you didn't really do nothing wrong but you're extremely too happy to have that he knew what he was doing he knew what he was doing. Yeah, I, just, I was looking at Jay Fest like, oh yeah, he gonna get this nigga out here. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna get this nigga out here any second. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad that Murder Inc is back. Well, so glad. Back. Yeah. I wonder if Fifty's gonna let him live. Cause I, you know Fifty's that mm. that beef is you know real what? Life. I didn't even think about that. That's, yeah, that's real interesting. Because I've because that's the same thing I was wondering. I said besides Jai, like who else does Irv have right now? I mean, there's a bunch of new artists. Yeah, a bunch. I think, of, I think, I think it's Ja Ashanti and a bunch of new artists. Okay, I ain't even know Ashanti was still with him because I know I she. Know. Well, she I has, think they passed it up. I think they okay, because I, I know she had stepped up, away and she was doing her own thing. But yeah. I have seen that she. I think she got a new project coming out. So with him rebuilding Murder Inc., Yo, that that would probably nobody cares. Be no a more. good look. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not trying to be disrespectful or nothing. Like, oh, I man. love. I love Ashanti's <laughs> early stuff. But it's like ever since she got her own situation or whatever. Oh again, no! Like everybody wants to be a boss. Like it died. Nobody really cares about our Shanti project. Again, and that all goes again back to yeah. rolling your thing out, yeah. giving us context. Yeah. Like what happened that made you feel like you wanted to get your own situation? And where is Ashanti now mentally? Like get me in, get me excited and anticipating uh, anticipating a new project. And every time that doesn't happen, if you don't give me enough reasons to care about something, I'm just not gonna care. Her album gonna come and go. If she dropped the album right now. It'll just come and go. She had not been happening. I'm about to say she's already dropped. She already project. dropped like three or four. I think outside of you know major think, label situations. Yeah, I think she we didn't needs care. That. Did, did, did you copy? It? No. <laughs> did you copy? It? No. All right. So ain't no Ashanti sells in his room. I don't know. What we <laughs> I think she needs Irv, and I think Irv needs her as well. No, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, Irv, I think I think Irv, Irv is a dope producer. Yeah. Exactly. It was it was produce. a good combination. It worked. Yeah. Irv can produce and he'll still make some money, but I think that combination will help both of them. It'll benefit both of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, ja, he got his own little legal issues with the whole thing with of Germany. Fire. Yeah, that yeah. that fire fest. <laughs> so, I really, yeah. I, to be honest, like I really wanted that to win for him because it, it seemed like a really good move. Yeah. I just think he did it with the wrong person. He just trusted the wrong agree. person. Yeah. I think that's the whole thing. And too. everything got like just hung up on him like after the I mean, fact. I think like, John's just, name. Yeah. Deadass, I think John Earth can just do their own for real. I mean, I know they're trying to do people, one. Yeah. And Ja has enough influence. I mean, they both got enough influence in relationships. They could have just did their own. They could find somebody to fund their own shit. I mean, they tried to do one with an empire. I think it was Empire Records or something. And that went <sighs> nah, nowhere. Man. Nah, man. That's what I'm it's saying. It's got to be right. It's got to be right, bro. <laughs> it's, it's, it's 50. <laughs> them, you remember, 50 has power in the industry now. Now he always have yeah. I mean, but when Fifty was coming up, when it was first the first Fifty and Murder Inc. beef, it was mm-hmm. kind of Fifty was on come up. Now mm-hmm. Fifty is the come up, right? So he, he might well, block but a he's, lot. he's not exactly in the same place influentially. Yeah, because he hasn't put he out anything to, for real neither. If, I mean, he, if he wants to, I mean, you know, it, it be it will be interesting to see him get in it. I don't think Fifty's he. I think he'll take some jabs, but I don't think he's gonna go in on you know Fifty yeah. super pain, because so you never know. Fifty's not in a place where. He can really do that. He's not in a place where he should be doing it. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, he got power right now. So Glass house. No, no, no. But yeah. not because of that. It's because 
I mean, you know, everybody that he went went at before, they all clicked up. Remember? Yeah, this and they true. all living, especially especially Ross and Khaled. Yeah. They yeah. super yeah. winning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's like Fifty don't have enough. You know, especially I mean, and think about the timeline, especially like the last uh, what like eighteen months, two years. Yeah, Fifty's been doing a good job of repairing and cleaning up all of them beefs. Yeah, so it's like even with that, I don't think he has enough. You know, goodwill that people just really. Would be like, oh, we for this for him yeah. to go at Murder Inc. right now when Irv has been so positive and Jai's kind of been so away. Yeah, it, it'd be like he'd just be picking on him right now, like for real picking on him. Yeah. And before it was cool, it was funny and shit. Yeah, we was all in on a joke. Now it's like, nigga, like let, let, let it rock. Like, so that's just gonna you know, be your claim. Like I don't think we're interested, we're interested to see him just go out of because it, it's like when he took him out, they were both at the height of their shit. Yeah, now it's like everybody's thing is diminished a little bit, so it's like. We don't like. There's a whole new regime of artists. There's true. Drake and J Cole and this person that person. Unless Fifty coming at one of them and they going back and forth, I don't think nobody wants to see uh, uh, G Unit Fifty uh, G Unit um, Murder Inc beef again. I don't because it's, it's, like, it's a real life situation, so you really never know. Yeah, I no, mean, no, 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 no. I don't want to see it because, like you say, I don't think. It, it, yeah, he'll take some jabs. Yeah, because it is a real. Situation. Yeah, but I think he'll do more to jab and like. On social media, how he's been like, doing. Right. That's, yeah, that's that's what I'm yeah. I don't think it's gonna be like nothing more than that. The whole, like, the whole the like, whole G unit records and them singing and going oh, at them yeah, again oh, like yeah, nah. Yeah. And and by the way, entitled if what he says happened happened, he's entitled to you know what I'm saying. I mean, if somebody try to kill you, bro, you could do whatever yeah, you want. You <laughs> if I live, if I live, I get it. I'll be petty for the rest of my life towards that one person too. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, like. I don't want to nah. watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not tuning in. Cool. I'm not tuning in. This I'm, time. Way, more, I'm way, way more interested for the new season of Power. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Shout out to the homie Ro Timmy. That's my homie right there. Yeah, yeah we all know 50 is super petty, so super I'm sure it, it'll be something on yeah, social media. Yeah, because he took a t- uh, couple jabs when the whole situation fell apart. Yeah. When they was on. Um, I think he's waiting. He yeah. I think, I, think, I think he's waiting for something worth his attention to go like once people start talking about mm-hmm. like Irv coming back in mass or like oh shit like there's a new job project yeah. then he's gonna say something oh something it's not a, it's not enough energy around what yeah, they're doing yeah. for him to really I'm sure he knows about it but he's like I'm not worried yeah about he's it. not yeah if something gets some radio play though I'm and by the way it. by the way just to sidetrack real quick I was thinking about this last week 50 had been saying like back in the day that you know he's really big on obviously the 48 loss of power right um, and looking back in hindsight, you know, with him, like how he was talking about Ja Rule, and everybody was like, "Damn, why are you picking on him?" Da-da-da? Like, cause he was mopping these niggas up and shit, yeah, right? Yeah. And then Fifty was like, "Yo, like you're supposed to destroy your enemy completely, exactly. and not give him time and energy to, you know, what I'm saying." To, that's why he was against everybody clicking up and all that shit. He's like, "Yo, if you help, if these niggas click up and help get this nigga back on his feet, then he gonna be powerful enough to like really come at me yeah, or whatever." Yeah. And so he really. Finish that off. Now, if you look at that versus what happened with the Raw situation, now I'm like, okay, I understand completely why 50 moves the way he moves. Because what happens when you didn't completely destroy Ross? Ross yeah. out here living life, bro. Yeah, yeah. Ross, yeah Ross yeah. good. Yeah, Ross is Ross like, good. forever. <laughs> Great. Living life, bro. Now it's not even like he trying to stop him on the come up. Now it's, they're not equals, but like Ross yeah, they, got they enough influence places. and respect and money yeah. and power. Quote unquote, or no pun intended. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not. It ain't gonna be. It wouldn't be easy for him to just do that. So that's an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. I heard this on another podcast. As far as new rappers, this new generation, mm-hmm. where do you rank Rick Ross? 
You talking about lyrically or just a total package? Total I mean, package because his beat selection is probably the best in the game right now. But then, as far as bars and the whole his album, his whole oh, we talking about right now? We just talking about this bodies of work. Just, just bodies of work. This oh, okay. his, his, his little career as right now, as far as the new rappers are concerned. You know the J Coles, the Kendricks, and you know what I mean. I don't even put Ross I don't put in Ross in that class though. Because like that's the head of the class, of course. But yeah. then there's a second tier of artists. Yeah, because because. Yeah. When I talk about Ross, like I still find it amazing how many people didn't know he was with Slip and Slide. Like he was. A lot on- of don't know about that video. Yeah, like well, that was more reason when he was signed to Slip and Slide. It was more regional success than anything. That's why. Yeah, I mean, but it's just like that they just thought he just came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Like when um, the the hustling track dropped, it was mm-hmm. like yeah, a lot of people think that was it, it was yeah. like no, nah, he had been rapping before that. Right. Yeah. Well, he didn't. Again, he didn't have the machine behind him. Like True. Slip and Slide got a machine. They got a lot of dedicated DJs and stuff like that. But that shit was only going to get you so far. That's that's regional hype. So yeah. I'm sure they was getting money and. You know, doing articles and all of that shit, but like, you know, once you get that big machine, then it's their job. They're, it's their literally their whole job to make sure that everybody yeah. knows who you are. Yeah. yeah. Side was doing their best with what they had. You know what I'm saying? And they did a really, really good job getting it to the point to where a big label would want to put money in a machine behind it. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you know, I mean, no harm, no foul. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I think they still get. I think um, I'm they sure still they get do. a piece now. I'm sure they do. Yeah. I'm they sure they do. I'm sure they do. Which is dope. You know that. That didn't turn into the future Rocco situation. Because it easily could have. Yeah, but I think Ross definitely moves different. Yeah, I think Ross is more business savvy because that future Rocco situation is like stupid. I don't whatever it is like future got to make that right with Rocco. Like I don't care. Well, that's the whole. That's why future dropped those two albums back to back, so mm-hmm. Rocco can eat off of those, and he's on tour and all that stuff. Yeah, but I'm just saying the way he's handling. Yeah, the way he handled it's definitely Bro, the wrong. Yeah, like, yeah. Y'all find a number in the middle, and then motherfucking. That's all you got. That's all. Because how, however you want to say it, like yo and that. Okay, so. Another like side story and shit. Like I met Future before he was big. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And he had an A1 channel, which was Future's label. I mean, um, Rocco's label. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was at um, uh, it was a listening session in Atlanta with uh, Seabone, somebody from Dungeon Family. Probably I forgot. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Yeah, and this my guy down there, Propane, um, introduced me to Future. Like I said, uh, Rocco was in in that room too, I believe. And um yeah, I mean that's all I had. I just wanted to say I knew Rocco before same damn time came out. Oh, and propane definitely was like, yo, bro, like, you know, you, you should really work work future up in Virginia. And this is one of my rare misses where I was like, nah, like mm. like nah, I'm cool. Cause in my mind, I'm like, I don't I didn't really understand, you know, why I would just be working an artist who's doing the same thing as T Pain when T Pain is still relevant. He took T Pain whole bag, and he took yeah, the whole, the whole, the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? The so, only thing, the only difference between T Pain and the Future to me mm-hmm. is just Future's more drugs. It's pretty much the same. I mean, but he, that's just yeah, that's yeah. just his he perception took, of yeah, like yeah, he yeah, just, he he even came out and said he doesn't like do drugs yeah, the way yeah, that he, he mastered people think. for exactly what he needed it for. You know what I'm saying? Talking about future. Yeah. T Pain has mastered auto tune. Like he yeah, can yeah. do any mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. I don't. I don't think Future can do any and everything he wants to do with auto tune like T Pain can. Yeah, yeah. Like he knows that thing inside and out, and he said it, and he's actually broken down how much you know the links he's gone to to actually research that piece of equipment. Matter of fact, T Pain has a new song out. I just posted on UncutMagazine.net. Uh, what well, you don't know shit. I want him to come back. Yeah, T- I think yeah, he is. T Pain is super I w- talented. I, no, no, no. I, I want him to come back, and I want people to. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah, because I, mean, I think I think he's actually gearing up for that. In my opinion, with I dropping hope, the, really the so. d- um, finally dropping the T Wayne project. T-Wayne, yeah, the T Wayne project. And 
I just think it's a, a good game rollout. They should have rolled that out better. Yeah, because it, it, it just, just seemed more so like a leak. Like yeah, it's, uh, it's eight years old, so they probably just put it out there to put it out there. He, yeah, but but you speak of rollout. I think it's a Wayne rollout because if you look at Wayne lately, mm. Wayne's moving. Exactly. Wayne's putting out a project. I think it's for both. I honestly think it's for both of them because of what Wayne's going through with his situation with Birdman mm-hmm. and T Pain trying to step back in mm-hmm. to go ahead and I right, we just gonna throw this out real quick and while they go ahead and nah, uh, get to it. But like you said, they should have rolled it out better and just, out. just instead like, of just letting it fall. Don't, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Whether you're an indie artist or a major artist, I don't care. Like don't like take the public's you know, interest in what you have going on for granted ever. Yeah. I'm really big on that. Cause like, and, and here's my rule of thumb always that like, yo, Beyonce ain't going to do that shit. Can she? Yes. Beyonce she, can drop out of, she's done it. Then air. But, but see, here's a difference with lemonade, even though, yeah, it kind of, it, it dropped. There was still a rollout. Yeah. It was just way more. Cause I remember that year. It was last year. So it was like the Ivy park, um, launch of her clothing brand. Right. Then what what dropped next? I think it was the single, then the video, then the Super Bowl performance, then the short film, and then right after the short film, the album. It was still a rollout. Yeah. So that's what you I'm saying, saying? With, the, with the Wayne project because Wayne has been featured on a lot of he singles right now. He should have found Wayne <laughs> and they should have at least sat down and had a conversation as to where they were at mentally because I would have loved to see that. Yeah. I would have loved to see some behind the scenes footage yeah. and give the shit context, not just, oh, I need to get this shit off my hard drive, you know, some shit from eight years ago. <laughs> All of a sudden it's on SoundCloud. Right, so like, I'm going to take my time getting to it. You know what I'm saying? I, did. I was really hyped when they were going to do it initially. Like, yeah. I don't necessarily care in 2017. Now, I know it's, I know it's probably some joints on there. Yeah, it's but there's no urgency. Like you put it out, so it exists. It exists online. I can find it wherever. Yeah, I have if it. you don't feel that hype about it, then I don't feel that hype. That's why I'm, you know, I feel a lot of this is psychology, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you're gonna be like, all right, I'm just trying to get some shit out. Of me. He tried to do it so nonchalantly. It was like my energy won't there for it. You don't really give a fuck. I don't really give a fuck either. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like, we, makes as, sense. Artists has to be, have to be very mindful about how they interact with the general public. Half of this shit is psychology. If you yeah. can't get them to care, you shouldn't be dropping a single, let alone a project. I agree. You know and one of my major pet peeves, and this is totally off on a tangent, one of my Go major pet peeves of artists is they, they promote the same thing for three or four years. I hate when an artist does that. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when I do stuff for, for the site and I'll say, hey, send me some music. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, this song's from 2012. I'm like, mm-hmm. why are you giving it to me there? Well, at least I tell you that. New. At least not tell you yeah, that. Yeah, I was about to say. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I learned that a while ago. Like, you I don't like when I do songs now I don't say the year uh, some of the content I I might allude to but I'm not gonna say or do anything in the song that actually puts a puts a stamp on it like a time stamp right. on it because at that point it's just like all right what well, happened this year is only relevant for that year exactly yeah so yeah I, I just that's one of my pet peeves especially we're working with unsigned artists I want to local just unsigned artists when mm-hmm. they'll send me something they've been promoting for the last three years mm-hmm. like so you haven't done anything since then like, well that all not, that all goes back to you know do you know how to market and pro- promote yourself properly exactly. without wasting time energy and keeping us engaged in it exactly, you know I mean? exactly. it all leads in, you know like I said my whole mind is marketing now. now now that I actually not now but you know as soon as I actually figured out you know, marketing to, I don't want to say a mastery level, but to where I felt like very well versed in it, I just automatically started seeing how the world works through a marketing lens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm super particular about, you know, 
how artists do things and you know even so much as i like to see how comedians develop their fan bases and how these youtube stars are making a living off of yeah you know yeah. What I'm my cousin is one. <laughs> yeah cause your cousin, I, who's your cousin my cousin um well she's vine famous okay um her name's chompers mm. but it's yeah i know her hey 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 Hey, 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 just ignore that DM. I don't know what's going on. Just ignore the DM that I sent you all those years ago. Wow. I'm going to stay away from that one. Yeah. But um, But, uh, it's it's cool because it's it's funny, like, how they just, they seem to come out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Just like um, Dancer Dan and Nick. Um, Nick, Uh Like, they actually know my cousin. Like, because it was funny. I'm scrolling through my the gram and her mom. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm following because, you know, she's family. Mm -hmm. And... I see her standing outside with them, and I'm like, yeah, "Hold man. up, how did that happen?" <laughs> I mean, like mine. You know <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was funny, but like, it's it, that relationship got built because they're genuinely good guys. Like when my cousin was out of town, and in their neck of the woods, mm-hmm. like they looked after her. So of course, her mom it was like, "Well, if you ever in Richmond." Mm-hmm. You know, when you come down here, make sure you stop by, get a home cooked meal. Like I'm gonna look out for you, same way you did for my daughter. Right. So it's it's just crazy how I mean, and shout out yeah. to Angus Black because um I yes yeah he booked them, so they should be coming soon. Yeah yeah, yeah. we actually told Angus it's like every, we see every every week. Yeah, okay. usually when yeah, yeah. usually Yo, here when we leave. Low key, Angus be moving. Angus be moving. Yeah, Angus he be moving a little. Yeah, yeah. Don't sleep with Angus. He yeah, man. I, you know, and I, I'm just really big because I know how I try to move. I try to, you know, I try to have that aura around me where even if I took a couple months off, next time you see me, you, you know, a lot of people say will say that like, "Yo, bad, you be everywhere." I'd be like, "I know, I probably ain't been out the house in a month." Exactly. <laughs> That's a crazy thing. That's what um, <laughs> I move around so much. But I, and Ang- I see that like Angus is really moving. He's, I think he's found his nest, absolutely found his purpose with you know booking these you know YouTube stars and and social media stars and stuff like that and doing tours. You know that guy deserves everything that's coming to him. Yeah, and I think he's gonna get you know exactly where he's trying to get to. Yeah, definitely he could be happy. Definitely, definitely. It's funny you you would say that like you hadn't been out of the house for two months, but everybody has the perception that well, you're not always now, a, not this year. No, no, I'm just definitely saying it just in year. general. Um, because uh, my consultant had told me that save. Shout out to Triple S. Save. Oh, shout out to save. That's my like, girl. Like she basically told us the same thing when she was um doing the consulting for the for the label. She was like. The way you have to work, mm-hmm. even if you're not everywhere, mm-hmm. the perception is that you're everywhere and you're always on like yeah. somebody's mind. You're they're always seeing you, so on and so forth. Yeah, like absolutely. So, so it's just big part of it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, I think we way past our time, but <laughs> probably cool. yeah. I'm really <laughs> yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah, man, that's funny. I want to see how you chop this up because. Uh, oh yeah, the editing is going to be. <laughs> um, it's going to be good. We won't, no, it's going. We gonna make a stretch. We are gonna make it work. We we have we've had two hour shows before. Yeah. So, hey, it'll cool. work. Lituation. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. We'll do that again. Um, but I feel like we got to do this again. I feel like we, we can. need to. We Any think we should do straight, straight hip hop, hip hop yeah. talk. I want to do some. We could do that talk. I think we like, need to. Talk, talk, talk. I think we, we might need to schedule you a couple more times. Right? Yeah. I'm with it. Whenever, yeah, whenever, whenever you don't want me to come back. I'm about to say I'm whenever you're in the area. <laughs> it's always, it's just, the door, you, the doors are always I'm open. I'm going to tell you, for me, like, you know, I know I'm not going to have the opportunity, you know. I'm just, I just see now, like, how my life is going. I'm going to, I'm running out of time. Like, mm. every day is literally bleeding into the next. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, even right yeah, now. Yeah. Like, I've been, I've, I think I've been working, like, 14 16 days straight like right now and that's big for me because i hadn't made it like my rule to um take sundays off mm. you know what i'm saying but the fact that it's getting so bad that it, it even it can't even be helped no more no matter what i do it can't be helped it's like i know i don't have the time to really 
you know, and I'm not gonna do the tweeting thing as much. I yeah, because people don't appreciate. You know, it's out if of you get it for free, because yeah. it's out of context right. as well. But something like this, where it could just live online forever and stuff like that, like you know, it's up to them if they want to click. They click it. We gonna, you know, I'm gonna give them everything I can. Yeah, yeah. In this way, you know, what I'm saying I know right. it'll get, you know, it'll give you ratings or a certain amount of viewership or whatever, and it'll just be my way of kind of giving back to a, you know, a large yeah. amount of people at one time where I'm probably doing something else at you know at the same time. Because so. they can, right, they can just do in at leisure. You know, they don't have Absolutely. to sit here and listen to a, this specific hour, unlike a radio show. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Right. You can listen to your podcast while you're working out. Absolutely. Four in the morning. Exactly. Your baby mama house, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's and this there is for new, you. And this is absolutely a new thing. And I'm I've and I'm gl- I'm glad we're getting to the point here locally where there are um so many podcasts yeah. here. Because the area needs it. Like for our area to grow, there's certain things that need to happen, and us catching up. In the in this lane, like we, yeah. it's right. important. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. Blogs like, and podcasts yeah, yeah. and you know new movements and you know moboombox.com and Traptastic and you know I got something I'm creating a new platform so that's gonna be coming. I'm not even gonna say the name because I'm so in love with the name. Like, mm-hmm. but I got some stuff coming. Just okay. just know. Yeah, I like, have a lot, yo. I'm about to say on the official launch or and ro- part of the rollout. Stop back. Yo, there you go. That'll work. I got so much stuff. Com- yo, like, can I do this real quick? Yeah. Sure. Okay, so. Joe Perk, that's that's my client for Dark Knight. Good guy. Um, he's got a lot of good crossover music. Like I said, Jay, um, Jay and Kino allowed us to do his all women's listening session in here. Um, he's got a project called Build um, that's coming out fairly soon. Like you know, I can't I can't you know talk it and not walk it. So we in the middle of putting together his campaign now. That was like the first step was doing an all women's listening session. Just me and him sitting down and figuring out that. A lot of his music was crossover, and he does do a lot of stuff that caters to women. Hmm. Let's, you know, they're the, like he says, number one consumer of music. So let's yeah. get some tastemakers and some female DJs in the room and cater to them and let them know that you exist. Because a lot of the people that were there came because of their relationship with me. They didn't necessarily know him. Right. But that was my plan to just get them in the same room just so they can see you're a good guy. Um, let's, you know, get them a rose, give each one a rose as they walk in the room. We, we catered some food out for them. We had, you know, some beverages and all of that. We took really good care of them. And then they were open to hear the music. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So after they heard the music and heard him speak and hear, heard his story, we also had um his EBK playing over here. So oh, okay. we, we had it. We had the plan. Like, I'm diabolical. When it comes to <laughs> I see you. I see you. Very thorough. That's Very step thorough. one. You know what I'm saying? Just garnering goodwill. So, yeah, yeah. you know, he's got a project built. Like I said, my other guy, James McClain, you might have, um, I'm sorry, not James. Even though, shout out to James McClain, um, Let's Ride, that's his single. He's Dark Knight. I was really was trying to mention James Harmon, the urban musician. Okay. Um, this guy plays six instruments, including the viola and the piano, and he also raps. So this guy just graduated from Norfolk State. But, um, you know, he's a really, really good viola player. And so, you know, he's moving around, and um, he's got some. He's got deals on the table right now for some okay. different situations. And he don't really trust a lot of people, but he trusts me. So we're uh, rolling him out the right way. Um, you know, and then, um, like I said, the hip-hop caucus stuff, um, you know, the Def Jam stuff. Um, you know, I got so much, so many. I just got Thursdays at Tycoo, and you know, I love the guys at Tycoo Bar. Those are my guys. Shout out to Joe. Shout out to my guy Link. Shout out to the whole staff. So that's happening. Like I said, I'm doing this new platform. I'm actually doing a few platforms, but one I can't give you the name because I love the name. But it's gonna be a platform for. It's gonna be in the same vein as Traptastic, but I'm gonna add some different pieces. Okay. You know what I'm saying to it that um that I know that because of my relationships and stuff like that, I can add and kind of. Give it a, a slightly different demographic. And by the way, shout out to Traptastic again because those guys have been doing some heavy lifting as far mm. as, you know, developing these artists and putting them on a major stage and making it a vibe to where people would want to come out and, you know what I'm saying, see, see new artists. Um, so, 
but I got a platform coming out for that. I also gonna I'm also have one. I can tell y'all the name of this one. It's called Feedback. So I'm gonna get um, a panel of DJs. We're gonna pay the DJs for their time per record for artists to come in and play a few of their records and get honest feedback. So it's gonna that's be a great feedback. idea. That's, that's, a, that's a, a great idea. idea. But we're gonna pay the DJs per record. I mean, you know, the artists will just you know they'll right. whatever it'll be thirty forty dollars or whatever, and you play your two records and you actually will get you know radio station DJs, club DJs their feedback right then and there so you know instead of you feeling like because a lot of artists don't know how to pick their singles yeah. instead of you jumping out here and putting your money and effort behind the wrong record get somebody who you need to get it to anyway you know who has that perspective and that expertise you know which is the dj yeah you know what i'm saying you know, that gives me an idea too so we'll talk later <laughs> you know what i'm saying so i'm super excited to do that man and i have another one i'm i mean i'm gonna say it you know what i'm saying i don't i gotta figure out the name for it but i'm gonna say this just for documentation that it's my idea or whatever um it's it's gonna be like a market research thing so it's it's just a play on that the, the feedback idea mm -hmm. but instead of it being djs giving feedback it'd actually be regular people yeah yeah so actually getting a room of regular people like to get feedback research, yeah. on an artist yeah you know what i'm saying the general public like get a, a few women different demographics different age ranges stuff like that and um and pay them for their time and you know what do you think about this artist their their imaging their branding what do you think about these records? The promotional material that you see that you have in your hand. What do you think? Yeah. And that's, then market research. Yeah, you know that's what dope. Definitely that's dope. Definitely that's really dope. So like, as y'all listen, ain't shit gonna stop, bro. <laughs> keep moving, I'm, keep I'm, I'm so focused right now. You know what I'm saying? Keep so, it moving, you know, man. That's I'm what's so, up. I should be tired, but I'm really, really passionate you know yeah i'm about to say when that passion it just turns into excitement yeah, when, and yeah. once you hit that stride mm -hmm. it's just like okay no nah, i'm not feeling i'm, I'm like, planning a i'm not lagging meeting. at all i'm planning a mixer meeting for artists right now who who like literally has label looking at them um it's in like uh two weeks and so depending on this this meeting or this this you know this meeting with uh these djs you know could be the difference in this artist getting a deal or not and mm -hmm. it's a name you know what i'm saying that everybody knows, so I'm not gonna say it. When when is this airing? This will air tomorrow. Oh yeah, so I definitely can't say the name because yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. But um yeah um I'm happy to you know play a part in this. Yeah. And um also I'm uh I'm gonna be working with AP AP uh, Mathematics, which is a consulting firm, and they just got the contract for the PGA, which is you know the Golf Association. Yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah. They're doing a, an inclusive thing to where they want um to to introduce golf or get more kids and. You know, inner cities involved with golf, and they're yeah, the pilot yeah. program supposed to be in Baltimore, and so they want me to help them okay. figure that okay. out. Okay, that'd be dope. And so I got a bunch of different situations. So while we're here, give everybody your social media so they can find yeah, man. you and all that good stuff. <clears throat> um, so on Twitter, it's um Batman VA Promoter, no E, so it's Batman VA P R O M O T R. Um, I'm also it's also Dark Knight E N T on there too. One K, so D A R K N I G H T E N T. So those are my two things. So shout out to everybody that even follows me on Twitter because I'm like over 12,000 now. And I promised myself I wasn't going to care about the number after I passed. It's supposed to be 11,000, but then I got the 12. I was like, okay, I'm not an artist, so I don't care about the numbers Right, no exactly. It's enough people following me that, you know, I know if I say something, somebody's going to see it. So I don't, I definitely don't care about the numbers no more. I'm glad that I got to just that little benchmark or whatever the fuck. And um, so shout out to everybody following me on that. Um, Facebook, Charles Brown II. I just hit 5,000, which, you know, is the max. Or the whatever. max, yeah, they cut you off. Yeah. I was playing around for a long time. Like, do I really care about maxing on Facebook? And I was like, yeah, I mean, whether I care or not, I need to just go ahead and do it. Yeah. And so it took me like a couple of weeks after I actually cared because I was already like 4,800 or something. And then I maxed that at five. So shout out to everybody following me on Facebook. 
you know, always a good response on there. And then Instagram is um Dark Knight ENT, D-A-R-K-N-I-G-H-T-E-N-T. And um that that number is, you know, hmm. It's like I'm like over two thousand or something, twenty three. It might be like twenty three hundred. But that one's building, but mostly because like I really didn't want to get Instagram. That's how it always is. I really didn't want to get Instagram. My my former assistant Joan, shout out to Joan, she made me get an Instagram. And <laughs> I um, think I remember that when you posted the feature in there. I, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. She made me she made me get an Instagram and then we worked it together just to kind of get the numbers up. But I really didn't care. But now I'm on Instagram a lot heavier now. So I care more. I mean, you know, I just sometimes I just it's just me feeling like there's too many platforms. Yeah. So I'm going through that with Snapchat now. I'm feeling the same way about Snapchat and Instagram. Yeah. So I get why Snapchat is important. I, I always get it. I just don't know if I want to be involved in it. But I can't not be just because of, again, all of the stuff that I do. I can't not be where everybody else is at. So yeah. You should do like I do. I, I'm on every social media. I yeah. just don't use them all. Yeah. I'm reluctantly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> reluctantly dragging my feet to Snapchat. Yeah. I just had to have a girl um, actually break down how to do snaps properly and all that mm. shit so it was, it's cool we can <laughs> yeah, yeah. i think um i don't even i don't even remember my snaps so i can't even tell you on snap y'all, y'all, y'all will find me on there it's batman something i forgot <laughs> batman va1 or something so g um, your social media uh let's see twitter and instagram underscore g underscore li uh facebook agr dot gli um snapchat agr dot g and as far as me you and everything um, Twitter <laughs> Snapchat Instagram uh, Google I don't know Everything <laughs> There we go yeah, There we go I am on Google Plus I forgot about that Yeah yeah Everything is just Pinterest. The word blogs Just Google me And I'll come up um, Xbox Everything is just The word way blogs mm. um, This was a dope show I yeah. Good energy I feel good about yeah. this show I like this show Yeah yeah it feels It's a good, good way to Spend a Sunday afternoon you know? Yeah We need to do this again Next time I'm with it hour. I'm totally with it Yeah yeah We'll do this again Well you know I'm here <laughs> Are you here every week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I'm here all week, guys. All right. <laughs> Anything else you would do before we get out of here, y'all? Uh, no. Nope. Um, vote. Hip hop caucus. Yeah, vote. Um, yeah, the June, the primaries are June 13th, which is like what week mm. after next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. June 13th. So like, I know how everybody feels, but like, yo, I'm not super happy with what I'm seeing as far as people caring about the election. Like, yo, it's the governor's race on down. So, like, the only person who can, like, veto bills, uh, you know, that the president is trying to push and all of that, or legislation mm-hmm. is the governor outside of the president. So, yeah. it's like, yo, like, we need to know who's running, what they stand for, and how, you know, it could affect us, like, all the way down the House of Delegates and, you know, all that kind of stuff, man. Like, you know, like I said, I've been moving around, so I, I've seen, there's a lot of good people in the political scene um, who actually care, you know what I'm saying? And the next interesting thing is, I mean, this is the Democratic side. I was... Yeah. I gotta because I'm we're nonpartisan. Hip hop talk is nonpartisan. I have to actually talk to the. Other. I actually, I have to actually start going to Republican events too. Mm. So I'm gonna document that. I'm gonna actually like make videos. That's gonna be dope. Yeah, that's because yeah, I think everybody's gonna be, gonna be interested to see this. Not even my perspective, but a perspective on going to events of another party from your own. Because that's that's kind of the thing that I hear people in the media talk about now. You always want to hear from the other side. Mm. So that that'd be dope to do. So I'm gonna just try to go side, with a humble spirit and yeah. see what happens and document it all. That's I think people are gonna be really interested. That's what's up. That's so what's vote up. June 13, June 13, June 13. Vote, man. Vote. Research and vote. Yeah. Make sure you vote. Um. Also, all eyes on me comes out June 16. Make sure y'all go see that. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> make sure y'all go see that. Um. Two Chains album coming out. 
Trap uh the girl girls love trap music. Pretty girls love trap music. Yeah. See, I got the name wrong. I'm, you see me looking in the sky. I, got <laughs> Chain's I just gonna, posted. Chain's gonna kill me, bro. I just posted his single with um Travis Scott mm-hmm. on the four a.m. Yeah, yeah, I just posted that. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, just posted yeah, that. So yeah, um, Vince Staples coming out. Big Fish, I think. That's, Big Fish Theory, yeah. Big Fish Theory, I think that's June twenty third, if I'm not mistaken. So, I think you're right. It sounds right. Twenty third, twenty fourth, somewhere around there. Big Sean album still out. I think it's the mm-hmm. best album of the year. Either his, either I Big Sean, his I decided or uh, Logic. Everybody, Logic got a good, really good album too. But yeah, I've been listening. Stop to sleeping on Big Sean. I Big Sean got the best album of the year. I don't care. This is. I'll be honest. This is the first project from Sean that I've I've listened to. I'm mm-hmm. not a big Sean fan, mm-hmm. and for the fact that I've actually let this project play. Mm-hmm. All the way through, mm-hmm. and on more than one this occasion. Is, this yeah, <laughs> this is clearly his listen, best project, without listen. question. Eleven and fourteen on his project, and two. Well, he's got a lot of good records, but the light. Um, I love that track. Yeah, the last track on the album, the uh, jump out the window. That was the that was the one Sunday that actually made me pack. pick the project. Sunday up. morning jetpack has been my motivation for like this whole basically this whole year. Like mm. that's the record I listen to mostly in the morning or late at night to kind of clear my head or to regroup. Like he's got a lot of that, yeah. And people, people, so you know, I know we wrapping up, but people are sleeping so much. I just gotta really say this because I'm a out of all of the new guys, he's mm. my favorite new guy. Mm. People are sleeping so much on Big Sean, it's like criminal, bro. Like he's the best rapper, you know what I'm saying? In that new class, as far and I don't want to, I don't mean lyrically, like necessarily lyrically. I mean is he's the best new guy. Like J Cole has his uh, his thing, Kendrick has his thing, Drake has his thing. As far as who's just a good. Overall rapper, like here you go. Mm-hmm. I think it's Big Sean. Consistent a, with the radio singles, he can tell stories. We can definitely talk about that. He can tell wow. stories. Yeah. <laughs> introspective makes went like went uh, records for the women, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm it's saying. A, and when he want to go off and just rap, he can he'll do that and he'll tear somebody asshole off like straight the fuck up. So dare we say he's he's like he's the new fab? Ooh, I don't know. I think he, I think he's more well rounded than fab. Mm, I don't know. See, ooh. see, listen, I'm a Fab stan. I'll say that. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think, fuck with Fab. I yeah, fuck yeah. with Fab. Lyr- lyrically, I think Fab, Fab does is, it. Bar for bar, I think Fab is probably better, but I'm just talking about overall. That's overall. what I'm saying. Overall, yeah. I think Big Sean got him. I mean, out of the new dudes, like we just said about Rick Ross earlier, there's just the top tier, apparently. Right. You know, the Kendrick, the J. Cole, mm-hmm. the Drake, the, mm-hmm. and then there's a second tier. Ross is in that top 20. Yeah, yeah but definitely. He's, he's in the lower part of it. I, yeah, yeah. I, I would put Sean over Ross. I put no, Sean over sure. Ross. Yeah. That's for easy. Sure, for I sure. I put Sean over Ross. It's so criminal, bro. Like they, everybody's talking about Kendrick Drake, whatever, bro. But every album, Sean is getting better. Yeah, without question, this is. And if you just want to play the numbers game and shit, he got plaques, bro. He's yeah. like he got a shitload of plaques, and his shit do numbers. His his tours do numbers. His merch do numbers. I mean. Dog, he got Janae Echo, bro. Yeah. When yeah. I re- I distinctly remember Donald Glover saying, "I mean, you couldn't really date Janae Echo. She kind of belongs to the world." And then, like six <laughs> months later, <laughs> Big Sean was like, "This is me." <laughs> like this, and she claiming that shit. So I don't know how much, and that's no shot to Donald Glover, but like, we all been there. You know, yeah, rap, yeah, you know yeah. Again, wrapping up, but we all been there when you think you know a girl is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But did China? you see somebody yeah. just bag her up real quick? Like, damn, what did he do that I wasn't motherfucking? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 how yeah. we put girls on pedestals, but that's a whole other. You know. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> We need another hour. Yeah, we got another <laughs> hour, bro. No, nah, we got another already. Um, yeah. They about to come they through. They about to come through. They'll be already. Yeah, so we definitely going to do this again. Word Appreciate up. you stopping through, man. Certainly. Um, for sure. Thank you guys for having me. No problem. Anytime. Like I said, I've known you. 
13 well i've been years? doing it 13 years so yeah, you might have sure. known me like 11 yeah yeah because yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah about 11 years so yeah it's been a while so anytime we'll we'll get this done again real soon mm-hmm. great talk great all talk. The, all the, all the slogans roll with the winners all i do is work positive creative energy positivity productivity consistency all that all that yeah and shirt line coming soon because i gotta put them shit somewhere yeah, yeah. and that's how mine started virginia is still for hustlers that's gonna be my shirt i'm telling y'all right now virginia still for hustlers i like that i like yeah. that we can roll with that and you. as always <laughs> you may agree with what we said uh-huh. you may not agree with what we said uh-huh. one thing you can't agree with what's that we keep it uncut uncut absolutely until next time we catch you on the internet Cheer. hit the button this is a great show <laughs> for listening to the words with wade podcast make sure you follow us online using the hashtag words with wade